Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bot, and the boom shakalakas, baby. We are back after a nice extended Thanksgiving break. I think the Cowboys may still be on their Thanksgiving break, given that debacle that they just <laughs> unfurled on Thursday Night Football. Man, that was ugly. Whew. God. What did Mitch Trubisky have? Four touchdowns? Good Lord, man. Getting your ass spanked by, by Mitch Trubisky, of all people, giving away this season has looked. My God. Sorry, Dallas fans. Winning winning the dumpster fire NFC East counts for nothing. Y'all haven't won it yet, by the way, because uh, the Eagles could still win it. And somehow, mathematically, the awful-ass Redskins and what would be the most annoying Redskins thing ever could still conceivably, potentially, possibly win this division, which would be the like the biggest fan FU possible, I think. You know what I'm saying? Because like, they're supposed to lose. Just go ahead and stink. Can you just tank? Can you just tank and get Bruce Allen fired? Can you not do this thing and give people some weird false hope? Can you not somehow win the division? I know it's not going to happen, but I'm just having we're just running with hypotheticals here for fun. Can you not like win the division as a dumpster fire, right? The DC dumpster fires and have a home game against God bless the 49ers. Let's just do that for fun for Randy. The 49ers, where the entire stadium is filled with 49ers fans and a few people <laughs> protesting Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen. It would be the most awful home game or road playoff game in existence that has ever ha- I mean, it just it would be awful. It's unmanageable. I just don't want it to happen. It's not going to happen. I understand it's not going to happen. Inconceivable. You know what? Actually, that's, that's probably the most perfect time to use that. Ever. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Freaking Redskins. Just lose. Go to the opposite of Val Davis. Be like Al Davis at the end. Just lose. There's no just win, baby. Stop. Anyway, let's get everybody up in here just for just for good measure. <laughs> First and foremost, my main man, the guy I traded for T.Y. Hilton in. T.Y. Hilton with in the Sports Brew League, and I have not been able to play T.Y. Hilton since I traded for him. Thank you, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. <laughs> hey, I'm not there with you in tank land at this point, yeah. man. I like it. I mean, like, Justin, Justin, he's got upside, man. He's just recovering. He'll be good. He's going to light it up against the Titans. Womp, womp. You know what I need for that whole trade? You know what I need for What's that, 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 that whole trade? Is, is, let's see if, I think I have this somewhere. Let's see. Hold on. Is Realistically... Is I need that sad trombone. That's what I need. <laughs> well, it's not like you gave me a lot for him either, so I got the one good game out of Williams and that was about You got it. James White? I mean, come on, dude. Oh, that's true, that's true. I didn't get James White yeah. last time. I got nothing. I got a I got an IR stash. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, well, whatever. Well, Charlie Brown, I got a rock. Yeah, <laughs> I got a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that seems about the that that's about what I got. Rock bottom. Anyway, Shannon, what in the hell happened against the Titans, bro? What what in the hell was that? Uh, I think. You can probably queue up boys to men at this point for Vinatieri. <laughs> well, man. we know it's, that. I mean, is he done for the year? It's up to him, I would say. I think they're use, using this as a 
we're gonna they're gonna uh, sign McLaughlin. He's already signed, I guess, but I guess they'll play out the uh, quote unquote knee injury. Yeah, depending let, on how that. Let him exit uh, by his own choosing if he you know was like okay. Yeah, you don't want to be known as the team that cut the best kicker of all time. You know, well that would that would be that would be forgotten. I mean, that would be forgotten. But I mean, you're you're the last four games of the season. You got to ride it out. The dude, (laughs) the dude's been so clutch for so long. I get it, kickers, freaking kickers. But you you don't cut Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, all the good he's done for you. I I hear you, but dude, the Titans scored twenty four unanswered points. And and a guy with a Harry Potter name, Crookshank, Dane Crookshank, <laughs> blocked blocked a field goal. <laughs> well, see, there you go. He Dude, waved his magic wand. Yeah, and, old Crookshank know. did some work, some magic, bro. Blocked that damn thing, and they returned that sucker sixty three yards for the go ahead touchdown, man. But uh, the, you know, for the dick who decided to write this article <laughs> about how the. Colts should bail out the Jaguars and Mm-mm. sign Nick Foles. I'm going to send you a bag of Richards for Christmas. <laughs> that person needs a, a glitter bomb bag of dicks for sure. No. I, it, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I think Nick Foles is a great guy, and he had some tremendous success in Philadelphia, but it is so odd to me, and we've talked about this before. Outside of the Eagles, man, everywhere that guy goes, it, it just doesn't it, – it just ends badly. He is just yeah. such a strange person to – you know, to follow. <laughs> I mean, magical in Philadelphia. Magical. And yeah. just, I mean, a bunch I mean, of... hell of a run. I mean, he's got a statue that Wentz has got to walk by every yeah. day. And <laughs> I mean, you can make an argument. I mean, there were people saying, well, they kept the wrong guy. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if that argument holds water anymore, but I mean... Yeah, no, uh, no. The Colts in no way, shape, or form to trade Jacksonville for Nick Foles, no. dude. Jacksonville's just gonna have to eat that contract and cut that guy. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's sorry. That's I mean, all there is to it, dude. <laughs> nope. No, uh, unless you plan on departing with two first round picks yeah. and Nick Foles, no. Then nah. No. No. No, no. no. no deal. No deal. No deal. No dice. I mean, uh-huh. the, the, he was. He, no. I mean, he's been atrocious as of late. Bring back the stash, man. Bring back old Gardner Minshew. He Min- did. He started last. I know. Week. He won't start I know. It's, it's the right decision. It is. And again, I, I like mean, Nick, I like Nick Foles the person, and I appreciate the success that he had in Philadelphia. And, and I don't know what weird cosmic set of variables are in play here, but just it's been ugly outside of Philly for that guy. I really don't get it because it's such a bizarre thing. Because I think he is legitimately a good quarterback. Um, setting up the talent around them. Maybe they've got some receivers. They got a running back. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, you got Fournette, but you know his thing was he would throw it up to Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon would go get it. I don't think he really has that in Jacksonville. And the tight end wise, I mean, Ertz and uh, Dallas. What's his name? Godert or Godert? Goddard. 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 <laughs> Dirt. That's like Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Dallas. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. <laughs> I mean, those are two pretty good tight ends, and I couldn't even. That was McNabb's problem. He was always throwing to Joe Dirt. (laughs) 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 Bouncing off the ground, man. That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that. Anyway, 
Let's get everybody else in, man. As we're sitting here, like just meandering around, like random topics. Oh my god. Let's go ahead and get Mark in here, man, because I gotta hear about the return of Eli Manning from the from our resident Giants fan. Monday night, dude. Right? Isn't it, isn't it Monday night? Eagles, Giants. Yeah, buddy. The Eli Victory Lap Tour or Curtain Call uh, Tour, whatever it is, coming to a screen near you. <laughs> come come back and, and hopefully have a couple of you know fun games to, to close it out. Why not? I mean, you know what? He should just come in and just sling the rock, dude. The uh, old what, old sexy not? Rexy <laughs> F and I'm going deep. I mean, what the hell, throw, man? Go, you know, throw sixty passes. I mean, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, his arm's fresh. Why not? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, you ready? So. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, three brewing fun. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> oh, that was quality at the end, man. That was quality. Uh, I, <laughs> that was good, man. That's a surprise. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if if Jones has a legitimate high ankle sprain, which it, I mean, he was in a boot, so you know, they, they clearly are going to be conservative with some of their talented players, which they have been. We haven't seen Ingram since what week nine. Saquon has been, you know, they haven't really loaded that guy up. They've had a lot of, I mean, they've had a lot of injuries. I mean, Sterling Shepard had concussed. I mean, they've had a, all kinds of stuff all over the place. So I don't know, you know, what they've really got left. So it, and what, I mean, just, just roll, just run with it. I mean, yeah. pff, what else do you want? <laughs> you know, there's no reason not, there's no reason not to. And I think Giants fans will enjoy seeing them. And, uh, yeah, hopefully have some fun. Hopefully make maybe have a couple of nice highlights. Yeah, I mean, again, why not? What, what is it, if, you, if you had – all right. <laughs> if you had to throw some money down on it, which I know you wouldn't touch it, but if you had to throw some money down on it, do you think that Eli shows up and, like, has a strong end of the season? I'm not saying they win games, but just competitive, has a good showing. I mean – I think we're in agreement that this is the end of him in New York. Whatever he chooses to do next year is what he chooses to do, but it's not going to be with the Giants. I mean, I, th- I think that's a reasonable statement, unless he is willing to be the backup, which I don't know. what. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be weird, but maybe he's willing to do that, and he w- just wants to stay with New York, maybe. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think it's the end of his – I mean, it's the end of the Eli era with the Giants. But if you <laughs> – if you had to put money on it, would it be entertaining, fun, quality finish, or just fail bucket mode the rest of the year? I mean, I, I gotta say, I, mean, I, I don't see it being fail bucket mode. Um, I mean, the, the challenge is that I mean, he doesn't. He obviously doesn't suddenly have a different offense than what you know Jones had. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, minus Evan Ingram, Slayton, you know, showed up pretty good. Has as yeah. been quality. quality. Um, He's Jordan had some Shepard moments. It's decent, but I mean, we, we know that you know if Shepard's the one, you know that's 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 not a very strong receiving core. I mean, and, and he hasn't been all season, um, so it doesn't you know magically become one just because Eli comes comes in there. So you know, I I, I don't see him going you know Patty Mahomes. To close out the season. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, but I mean, you know, again, I, I, I think, you know, yeah, throw, chuck, chuck it a lot. And, um, I mean, you got 
It worked for Fitzpatrick against the Eagles. I mean, (laughs) I don't think they have anybody that's uh, Parker's caliber on the Giants at the moment. But, I mean, Slayton's had some – he's had a couple of big games. For sure, for sure. So, you know, know, I I don't think he's going to, you know, break any records or anything (laughs) like that. But, uh, so, I mean, (laughs) me being the typical master of had mediums, I I figured probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, I would be surprised at, like, super fail buckets. <laughs> and I say that. I mean, obviously, it's not as though their season's been <laughs> no. fantastic. But this is, this is more about him. This, I, this is more about but, him. You know, if, exactly, if he, exactly. Yeah, if he comes in and, and plays I, solid. I, I've kind of laughed at anybody who's, like, tried to, like, you know, laugh at me or, or talk shit about the Giants. Like, I'm like, yes, I know. I've been aware of this before the season started. Like, it's nothing – like, there's nothing about the season that surprised me. It's been kind of nice to, like, not really have any, like – pressure on like expectations or anything like that just you know i'm enjoying football for football's sake and you know okay so legitimate legitimate question for you okay so who are you rooting for i mean the the giants obviously aren't going anywhere so i mean like who are you pulling for like who is your well my team stinks so i have to pull for somebody do you have a team like that or are you just saying i'm just gonna enjoy how the nfl season unfolds well, I mean, the, the, the standard, you know, a, ABP, anybody but the, but the Patriots. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, at this point, I actually, I actually feel pretty good about that happening. I, I, I think, uh, I think uh, we're, we're, we're seeing some um, – I don't know that I'm, – I'm not going to go as far as saying, like, we're seeing the, the end of Brady, but I, I think that we're, we're seeing some, some, mm, some chinks in the armor, some, uh, some issues – uh, where before, even with you know subpar receivers, we've seen them shine. Yeah, it, it just doesn't quite seem to be there right now. The defense is still nasty, uh, but you know Edelman can't do it alone. Myers, no. you know he's he certainly got some promise, some upside for sure. But uh, with without Gronk, you know it's it's that, that offense is a little gross at times right now. Oh no, uh, they're they're struggling. They're struggling. Yeah. I mean they they so, they desperately could have used. You know, AB to actually stay on the field, or you know, Gordon. It, it, to it really is interesting to think about what how different that would have stayed or remained if if if, if he had had Brown. But yeah, well, um, it, it makes Edelman the two. Yeah, I mean, uh, realistically, exactly, yeah. and I mean that opens a lot of things up for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it yeah, really opens a lot of things slot. up for him. But I mean, you know, I mean, <clears throat> God, statistically, Brady's been atrocious, but you know, he's the he's the kind of quarterback that sometimes. You know, people throw balls away on purpose because nothing's there. So it's kind of a tough. It's kind of tough to gauge. Oh. Other than you look at, I know it's the balls. Uh, other than you look at it, and that that offense is a, is a mess. Right. You, I mean, the defense have for them to be in games. The defense has to be absolutely <laughs> bar none incredible. And I know they kind of closed the gap late against the Texans, but the Texans kicked their ass. Yeah. You know, I mean, the final score isn't indicative of what that game actually was you know i, I don't know i don't, I don't know if they can look tired yeah i mean maybe maybe they kind of piece it together and it's and it gets you know better over the remainder of the season i wouldn't put it past them but they, it feels like they don't have an answer at wide receiver they don't have some clutch go-to guys i mean obviously edelman is and james right. white is but they're they have issues you can see that with just how how the stuff unfolds, you know, um, and if you blanket if you take Edelman away, it, well, it's a lot easier to take Edelman away and blanket him because the other people they're just they're not doing enough. 
Sanu right. Sanu's a great three. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a lot of people that are great twos and threes, but they don't have anybody. And I love Edelman, but they don't have anybody that's a legit one. And they don't have Gronk to be, to bail them out in big big clutch. They just don't. I right. you know. And Brady's not what he was. He's still good enough. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I saw one article was like Brady's lost a little bit. He's he's more like Kirk Cousins now, and I was like, wow, that's kind of cold. But Cousins has, I think Cousins arguably has much better weapons around him. Um, uh, yeah, and, and has know. looked far better the last couple of weeks. But um, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, stats aren't everything. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So you're you're just going ABP. No, that was initial. But I was gonna say, I, I do. Yeah. I'd say I've got two two specific teams: one at AFC, one at NFC. Mm-hmm. AFC, I, I after last year, I, I'm happy to join the, the the Chiefs bandwagon. It's it's so much fun to watch Mahomes. Yeah, uh, I think pe- because Jackson is appropriately getting all the attention right now. A ton. People are maybe kind Deserve. of forgetting about Kansas City a little bit, and Mahomes or, or underrating Mahomes just because he's yeah not quite putting up the numbers that the Jackson is right now. But um, the Chiefs defense is. Slowly, I think, been getting a little more solid as the season's gone along. It's still not, still not great by any stretch, but doing a little they, better. They've had two great – I think they've had two great games back-to-back. But yeah. the Raiders have also fallen apart, so it's hard to – you know what I mean? Like, that one's a tough one because they beat sure. the hell out of the Raiders. What was that, like 40-9? to nine? Is that what that was? Um, yes. I mean, the, Ra- <laughs> the Raiders were awful. Yeah, Mark has a good story. <laughs> I've got a great, a great quick story. So Ooh. this wouldn't have been on like a, a Sports Center bad beats, just because I, I did uh, with with Bovada where I, I I make my wagers. You can tweak a bet up to you could either plus or minus at one and a half points. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really like the the over under uh, or the I really like the over on that that Chiefs uh, Raiders game, right? Uh, which I saw it fluctuate a little bit, but I got it at its top point, unfortunately, which was fifty. Mm-hmm. So I bought it down a point and a half. So I so my wager was at forty eight and a half points. Now the Chiefs are obviously destroying them. Uh, the Raiders get their late touchdown, um, but that touchdown itself uh, was going to put it at you know forty eight with the extra point. So you know, all right, fine, whatever. I mean, I I accepted the loss and that whatever. No, <laughs> that's when the Chiefs block the extra points <laughs> and take it back to the house for two points. Victory! <laughs> I mean, that's that is by far the most absurd win I've ever gotten. There, there's nothing really even that close to it. Now, again, it's not going to get like like I said, sports attention because most people got it. They did their forty nine, which which still for people who had over under and got the push. That uh, they're probably very thrilled with the push, <laughs> but to actually win that bet. I mean, I don't know that I'll ever have anything that ridiculous. I mean, you know, the Chiefs obviously could have just fallen on the ball, but, I mean, it was so perfect for them to say, hey, we can scoop it and score. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> so ridiculous with, like, uh, whatever, 13 seconds left. So that was fantastic there. I'm glad, uh, <laughs> glad I remember to, to share that one. Um, <laughs> All right, so the Chiefs, who's your NFC team? Um, I, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Vikings. I, I really, especially for, for Dalvin Cook, for me, has been – so much fun to watch the season. I mean, he, he certainly has had good seasons, but I just feel like really this year he's he's stepped up a notch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just I think they can definitely be a, a sneaky good team in the in the NFC East. And maybe maybe not even so sneaky anymore. Uh, but uh, when they when they're really clicking, they're they can they can be pretty scary. Well, hopefully so. hopefully Thielen gets back on field and is right. Yes. And, and I don't know. Maybe maybe they're going to be a little conservative with Cook. Uh, depending on matchups for the next couple of weeks, right. uh, I mean they should be able to beat Detroit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Sure, they sure. should be able to handle that. And, so, and, and Matt Madison, I think, is shown to be plenty, plenty. He's solid. Uh, I mean, he's he's not. He, 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 can fill, he can fill in against you know, yeah. your average team. Well, and let's say, for example, they get up on the Lions and, and, you know, Cook is playing. And then they're like, okay, you know, that's fine. We're up. Let's just pound yeah. it out. Then I would expect to see him. I mean, I, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, that that's kind of game script, a game flow. The Vikings have upside. I don't trust them, but I think sure. I think they can give people some good games, for sure, for sure. Well, here before we get too far, let's get uh, let's get Randy up in here, and then we can bounce back and forth about all this stuff, just for uh, just for good measure. So, oh, giggity guiles, who probably still has heart palpitations from that Tucker kick at the end. Of that Ravens 49ers game. That game. <laughs> that game. I mean, I was bad enough I wasn't feeling well, but then on top of it, the stress of the game, I'm just going, are oh, you kidding me? Yeah. It, it, it was... But the game itself was amazing. Um, definitely, uh, the way I look at it, it was probably one of the better games I've seen in the uh, this year. You know, obviously, That was, I a, that that was that. a hell of a football game. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I can say that about Seattle and San Francisco as well, but yeah. this game, it just felt like it was just two teams absolutely hammering each other every single play, going at it 100%, and in the end, it came down to, you know, basically one kicker who couldn't make a field goal versus the one who's always going to make a field goal, yeah. no matter what the cost. I mean, Tucker's just, he's just ridiculous. I believe that was his 38th straight fourth quarter field goal and his 15th game winning field goal. Uh, I mean, just, yeah, Tucker's ridiculous. I will say I loved the highlight um, of that Debo Samuel touchdown in the first quarter when he elbowed Marcus Peters in the face. <laughs> that, that was great. Damn ball. That was great, man. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, and it lives up. I to... will never forgive Chris Ballard for passing on him. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> By the way, fun factoid: when the the uh, the 49ers forced the Ravens to punt, and it was the first time in 21 drives with Jackson at quarterback. That goes back to Week Nine against New England. By the way, that's sick. I mean, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So, but that that game was fun. That game was fun, and you know, I mean, obviously, if we happen to get that a rematch of those two teams in the Super Bowl, I would expect a good game again, for sure. Well, plus you wouldn't have to deal with the elements. <laughs> was, uh, this is true. That, that, it's that in, one, it's that, in Miami, so you never. Well, brain maybe, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, a neutral field, maybe some really good weather team both teams potentially healthy yeah it, it could sh shape up to be one of the uh, better super bowls for sure now um correct me if i'm wrong but didn't uh when the seahawks beat the vikings didn't they take the one seat away from the niners yes yeah they did but the saints actually are now the one seed right now oh okay well, they took the bye week away mm -hmm. the, I, I gotcha i gotcha um, so I, I guess realistically, what do you walk away with from that game? I mean, I know it, it's, it's bitter to lose it on a field goal at the end, but Again. given what I know, <laughs> but, but given what the Ravens have been and really, you know, to me thinking back, you know, people forget, I mean, the 49ers last season, that, that team had a rough, that, that was a rough year, buddy. So what that team looks like this year, 
and what they've accomplished to turn it around from what last year was. You know, Shanahan's done a hell of a job. The team's done a hell of a job. The players have done a hell of a job. Yeah, I think the biggest difference is is that a lot of the pieces they were missing, a lot of guys are healthier. Mm-hmm. They're just it's it's just been they seem to be <clears throat> from what I've read and what I've heard in podcasts. Yeah. Especially from some of the beat writers in California, they're talking about how this team is a, more of a family. They all support each other. They're all very positive. Mm-hmm. They don't get they don't get down on each other. They, they that, that locker room is what a locker room should be. So they're they're confident. They're and they just keep at it. Even after yeah. the loss, they were upbeat and positive about the game. Obviously, you know they were a little down about more of the injuries that some of the players mm-hmm. sustained than anything else. But the, the, one of the, the biggest takeaway for me is that, again, I've said it many times over the season, this team has, they, they have so much heart. Yeah. As, as you don't, and you don't, you know, and the good teams have that. Good, you know, it's, and it's part of that's coaching, part of that's just the leadership that, that a lot, mm-hmm. some of these guys are stepping <clears throat> up. And some of the interesting stats from that game that I think a lot of people, even though people are like, well, you know, Ravens are now the best team in the league because they beat the 49ers. But what a lot of they're not talking about is this: the Niners held the Ravens <clears throat> the second fewest amount of yards they've had all season yeah. in the game, but also the fewest points the Ravens have ever scored all season as well. Yeah. So that defense really is legit, especially that second half holding them only the, the field goal at the yeah. very end. That So it's just... Eliminating mistakes, and I, well, I think, yeah, like that that fumble or that when uh, Jimmy G coughed it up on that sack, that was tough because right. it helped set up that Mark Andrews touchdown. And I, I, I and I know this has been a little bit going around here and there, but honestly, I'm kind of an I'm I'm over the fact of uh, John Harbaugh bitching, pissing, and moaning about the fact that Lamar Jackson was getting hit. <laughs> um, especially that, especially that one where they picked up the flag on Sherman. He was still in bounds when the contact was initiated. They were going down to the ground. I mean, he runs. He's he's a running. He, he's gonna get he's, hit. Yeah, <laughs> he runs. You know, he he puts himself out there a lot. Side note: I guess this is for all of y'all. And I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to broach the topic. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Um deal with like uh, uh i think it was tim ryan yeah it, did y'all hear this i didn't hear it i just saw I read the, about uh, it yeah yeah uh did Richard, you have the sound bite let me see if i actually have that particular one I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> here's a snippet from uh at 49ers hive a snippet of tim ryan's comments regarding lamar jackson's dark skin with a dark football with a dark uniform you cannot see that thing. Of course, he's, he got suspended by the team for, um, again. When he's his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. And, it, 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 and that's going to mean, and you're a half step slow on. on. I mean, it, it just blew up. And oh, that's one of those things where it, it – I don't know if there's any way to say that that's not going to get you into trouble. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? It, 
Here's the not thing, not in today's environment, man. Because I, I don't think Tim Ryan meant any ill will in any way, shape, or form no, with it. No, it, he didn't. It, it doesn't sound like he did it at all. But dude, come on, man. I, I know. Uh, that that the, one's the, the tough. PC police are going to come. And get I know. You for that one. I know. But you, you know who came to his defense was uh, Richard Sherman. He said, uh, "Quote: I know Tim personally, and I listened to the dialogue, and I saw it written, and I honestly wasn't." You know, I wasn't as outraged as everybody else. I understand how it can be taken under a certain context and be offensive to some. But if you're saying this is a brown ball, they're wearing dark colors, and he has a brown arm, honestly, sometimes we were having trouble seeing it on film. Which is a legitimate point. That's so, a Stanford graduate right there talking about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> It's tough, man. Uh, defensive in D Ford also said he supports Ryan and knows the radio analyst didn't mean to offend anybody. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough deal. That's one where you can say it without malice, you can say it without ill intent, but the you know the cancel culture of today's you know internet internet uh, squads, man, they just they come at you hard, and I think you can make a pretty credible, reasonable stance that it's it's. It would need to be if you're going to broach that topic that way. You have to phrase it. You have to phrase it much better than that. You know, it, it, whatever your intent is. You know, as as that's almost like the locker room talk, right? Yeah. There, except yeah. you're on the air, and yeah, you're not yeah. part of the locker room. So a, a, apparently, uh, Tim Ryan did apologize to players at the team hotel for his dark skin comments about Lamar Jackson, and you know. <laughs> at, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go internet rage on on Tim Ryan. I think that's just one of those things. He's yeah, just trying to explain a point, and there's validity to it. It's just that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one, and I, I do think he could have phrased that better. Yeah. I don't get the sense that there's any malice, but you know, I think I think it the, is, I think it's, the it's players have. I know I think the players have a much better you know uh, feel for who he is. And if they're saying it, I, I think clearly they understand what his intent was. You know. Who it was Richard Sherman and who else? D Ford. D Ford. D Ford. Okay, yeah. that, that's two of your leaders on that yeah. team. So if they understand and are cool with it, I mean, I, at first I was fine with it as well. I after hearing it, but you know, if you have two of your leaders on the team. Sherman, for goodness sakes, is a Stanford graduate. The man is very, very intelligent. Yeah. You know? So. And- but you also have to figure Sherman is very outspoken and he he's going to see things a certain way versus, like you were saying, the PC police. They're just going to be all over it. Like, did you did you hear what he said? Can I mean, and, well, I mean, the PC police it. are whining over Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah, I, I saw mean, that. I mean... <laughs> Are they though, at, or is that made up? At, I mean, at what point is the butt hurt alert going to go off? <laughs> All the time, dude. Welcome oh, to nowadays. Welcome to 2019, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was perfect, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2019, uh, brother. <laughs> uh, it's almost 2020. Yeah, I know, I know, and you know that'll still apply in 2020. Yes, it will. <laughs> Hold on, the hound just called. He has uh, something to say. No. Fucking whore! You got any ale? Bring me one of those chickens. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Lots of 
Cunts. That's probably what you wanted. <laughs> Honestly, all of it. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. That's. Look, I understand that there yeah. are things when people say that are offensive, and that are you know are meant to be offensive. I just didn't think that after hearing it. Yeah. You know, it's the context is there. Yeah, if um, you hear it out of context. She's got to word it better next time. Yeah, I mean that's. I, I think that's. You have to be careful with with how you how. I mean that's like that's just one of those, one of those things, bro. <laughs> you just, yeah, it, yeah. You, you find a better way to say that, or just don't, just don't, just don't. You know, just, just pocket pocket that one. And move on. <laughs> yeah, put that one away, man. <laughs> just put the, just put that one away, bro. Share can't help you on that, bro. It's it's done, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Arnold, take it back. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> yeah. But I I don't know, man. I'm not gonna crucify the guy. Poor choice of words, and I guess we'll leave it at that. Anyway. <laughs> Should we segue to a salute o'clock? I think we should have a salute o'clock because um, we need to drink a beer for that damn woman in that Peloton ad who looks depressed and sad. <laughs> I think I hate that ad about as much as I hate the Lexus December to Remember ads. <laughs> I hate those it's like, things. Like, hi, man. I'm 120 pounds. I'm overweight. Oh wait, I lost my. Well, no, no, I don't. I don't even think that's about weight. But uh, I, at, oh, I, I yeah. know it. I, it's just it. But that's what. That's kind of when I when I see that ad, I'm just going seriously. You do not. No, I know. I know. No, it's been it's it's been all the. Uh, I feel like every program I've listened to over the past week has brought that Peloton <laughs> ad up, and. It, I you know I don't know man it I don't I don't particularly care for the ad and I thought the first time I saw it in November I thought it was weird and I didn't understand why her facial expressions were what they were I was like hey that's fine you got a Peloton you're fit you're hat you know what I mean you you wrote it you got some confidence you feel fit and happy that's great um, but like she looks so distressed I think what's so weird about it to me is not that he gave not that the husband gave her a Peloton not that she wrote it not that she got self confident or whatever. It's just her facial expressions, like during that thing, are so strange to me. It's like, you know, like her face is crying out. There's something terribly wrong with me. I mean, it's just a weird ad, man. I, I don't know. Whatever their intent was, they got a ton of attention, though. I'll give it, give them, give them that. But it's, it's, it, it, it's. I don't know. I can't quite tell what the message really is. If it was about confidence, maybe that's why it was so. You know, she looks so distressed. <laughs> About stuff, but I, I, I don't know. She I almost, she almost, looks, she almost looks scared. I mean, it was just a weird, <laughs> it's just a weird ad to me, man. Right? No, everybody's questions are terrible. I think it's just bad acting. Um, Could be. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it might just be. But you know what? They, they should have, they should have reached out to you. I, I, I can handle that shit. Yeah. Um, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, I think the best thing I've heard about this, which uh, I mean, the four of us in here, I think we're all intelligent enough. We would never make this mistake, but just in general, just a, a life lesson for anybody in a new relationship or a long-standing relationship, you don't give your significant other a piece of exercise equipment unless they ask for it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be sleeping on the fucking couch. So, <laughs> I mean, life, life, you are not wrong. Life lesson 101, just, 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 there's that. 
So, I mean, that that should just kind of be basically, like, universally understood. <laughs> but, That's <yeah>. why. <laughs> unless your significant other is Can like, you say it? Can you say right, it, you, man? You gotta get on there first. You know what? I know how we <laughs> should bring in a salute o'clock. And, and we're going to have to fact check the... Because uh, I meant to bring this up last week and I forgot to. Um, but there was a headline that said... Uh, NFL teams named after cats are now 0-12 since the black cat ran onto the field during the Monday Night Football game. <laughs> and since that point, I think the Panthers have continued to lose. The Jaguars have been terrible. So, it, you know, I think this, the streak might may be continuing. Am I forgetting anybody? Uh, the Bengals. Bengals and oh, the, the Bengals won a game. Yeah. A freaking but, but, but it says the cat teams are 1-14. One and fourteen. Wow. The Bengals are the only team that has won a game. Who would have figured that was gonna happen? And they beat I mean, they whooped up on the Jets, bro. Of all um, oh, yeah, I mean that, uh, how, Hey Shannon, like, how'd that Sam Darnold play work out for you? <laughs> TY Hilton says hi. Where where's that sad trombone? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the funny part, Shannon. What did you say would happen when they brought Dalton back in? They would win a game and then they'd bench him for winning a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What a mess. One in fourteen. So anyway, to the black cat for ruining the Panthers, Jaguars, and well the Bengals were already ruined anyway. <laughs> Make they, were already there. <laughs> they were already there. They were already there. But for everybody else, you know what? The black cat got his job though because he got Ron Rivera fired. After that, they, yeah, they, they the did. the cat the cat teams can win a couple of games. Well, I tell you what, let's let's roll with this. Uh, I am enjoying a three notch the ghost APA, which um I, you know I do love some three notched. And then uh, we hung out with my mom for Thanksgiving, among other things, but. Uh, one of the days, and of course, my mom being my mom was like, can you take me to the ABC store? And I said, sure, mama, I'll take you to the ABC store. And so she wanted some Tanqueray. And, and what a good son you are. I know. <laughs> I toughed one out. I took her to the ABC store. But she also said she'd buy me whatever bottle I wanted for Christmas. So she got her bottle of Tanqueray, and I got a gigantic bottle of Jack Daniels. So, Ooh. which, uh, yeah, alternating between Jim Beam or Evan Williams and Jack. You know, I'll kind of or Captain Morgan. I kind of rotate around with whatever, whatever my handle is, but I don't buy like the small bottles. If I'm, if I'm going to the ABC store, I get I get the big one. You know what I mean? I get the fatty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> might as well. I just put it in the fridge. It's just if it lasts me a month or well, that sounds like I'm a lush if the handle lasts me a month. But, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> it lasts me, it lasts me until next week. So I mean, you know, yeah, whatever. It is the holidays. It is the holidays. Yeah, I'll I'll probably crush through a fair amount of liquor over the next month. <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah she she got that for me so i'm enjoying a, a jack and a jack and mexicoke so which you know i'm all fond of that uh that uh, glass bottled cane sugar coke from mexico that's the good stuff brother shannon what you got man dude i am finishing off the sam adams Oktoberfest mm. uh last ones for the season and I'm also having a the Virginia Beer Company's Evil Santa, the mm -hmm. vanilla version. It's spiced milk stout with vanilla beans. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. That was my Black Friday shopping. I went to the brewery. There you go. I probably should should have done some Black Friday brewery shopping. I did not. 
I was so wrapped up in buying all these parts for this computer I'm building. Even though apparently, according to Lindy, it looks like a mini fridge. <laughs> I was going to say, you bought yeah. yourself a mini fridge it, it, and I the did. computer came with it. That's right. Although, when I look back, after he made that comment, when I look back at the picture of it, I was like, I, I totally see that. It does. It sort of looks like a wine fridge. That is the biggest damn case, dude. That thing is huge. <laughs> I got to take a shelf out of my desk to even get this thing in there. I mean, holy moly. I should have known better. But, I mean, you know, I, I spent, like, what feels like the better part of a week looking at cases. And when I finally settled, I was like, this is the one I'm going to get. I bought it. I got a really good deal on it. And, of course, the case shows up, and Sarah's like, Justin, you know that case is, you know, huge. Of course, I'm like, oh, my God, look at the size of this case. And she's like, oh, that thing is humongous. You know, we can uh, insert that's what she said all you want. This case is made for those jokes. I mean, I I wasn't going to say anything, but. But, I mean, my kids could hide in the damn thing. That's how big this effing case is. Um, And she was like, are you going to send it back? I'm like, hell no. It took me a week to pick it out. I'm building this damn thing. <laughs> no, I'm not sending it back. I am doing it. You know, I ended up skipping the liquid cooling, though. I really wanted to do, to do the liquid cooling, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to get into the, the failure issues or, you know, any other problems. I think I'd be willing to liquid cool just the video card, but I don't know if I was ready to liquid cool the processor and, Honestly, I'm going to have enough fans in this thing and lights for, uh, you know, a NASA mission. So I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I was going to say, as a, as a admittedly, like, I love my tech, but I'm not, like, the, like, computer super knowledge guy. Yeah. What What is, like, the difference between having, like, a liquid cooling system and a computer versus not? Like, what, is, what would be the main benefit of having a liquid cooling system? It looks badass. That's what I was thinking. I, like, yeah. I know it looks badass. I was just curious. I mean, you really can, like yeah. I mean, some people would argue that you, you can cool more effectively if you're really stressed in the machine because you get some, I mean, you can put effing radiators in your tower, dude. You know what oh. I mean? You can get really crazy and get stuff with like, you know, water blocks or cooling blocks on the graphics card. You do it with your CPU and you throw a couple of radiators in there. Um, it looks really sweet, you know, but I just decided it was overkill. Um, and, you know, I would have spent, I would have spent more money. Um, doing that, I just felt like it, it, you know, I would, at that point that became like a vanity project and I decided that I could, I'd rather allocate my resources to other components that meant more to me that, and I decided at some point if I kept spending money that I might end up on the sofa for a year. So (laughs) it was probably, I mean, I got some great Black Friday deals, but that's definitely, um, I definitely spent some dough. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I can believe it. I mean, we, we I think we we all probably know how to like push our spending to to our, the peak as close as we get to get to get to the line without pushing it too far. Yeah, maybe sometimes falling in too far. I think I don't know. We probably all have our methods. I think mine is I lead with like the most like ridiculous extravagant idea, mm-hmm. so that then when I bring it down to one that's still high, but not like anywhere near as ridiculous. She's like. Fine. All right. Go ahead. You're not getting a ridiculous thing, so fuck it. It's not worth fighting about. All right. <laughs> go for it. Yes. Yes. It's a tactic. It is effective. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you put up that pit? Your uh, gigantic, um, you know, life-size picture of you yet? Where is that? <laughs> that needs to be I, behind I, I, you. I, it, it will be. I mean, I, I okay, guarantee. Yeah. I don't know where it is right now, but I, you I gotta know find it's here. It. We, we, I, we've. We're 
going through things slowly but surely. So uh, still building lots of furniture, but uh, it, it'll go up. All right, all right. Is that a we're building or she's building? <laughs> I hold things in place. She she looks at the directions and, and, and you know pieces things together because that is that is not my strong suit. I, I freely know that. With, I tighten I, the, I tighten the screws. I hold things in place. I lift heavy things. But uh, me and like fucking building instructions. Word, word, I, word of advice. Word of advice. No newly constructed items. After you use them a little bit, go back and retighten the things that are visible. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Sometimes they you know they need a little extra oomph after you kind of break them in a smidge just to we, we, we've, been, we've been spending a whole, whole lot at uh, wayfair primarily yeah that's about the best too so so far we've two uh two nightstands two dressers living room or dining room table uh tv stands mm-hmm. yes and then plenty more to go but i don't know about ikea but i think we could all build stuff from drunk kia <laughs> at some point <laughs> I, I would hope so yeah fun try, maybe <laughs> anyway what are you drinking bro well, I think you'll, you'll love the name. You'll say it's very appropriate for me. Uh, I decided to bring out one of my super specialty beers tonight just because mm. I was, I was kind of craving it. So uh, this is uh, River, River North God Complex. All right. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hell of a, a name. Per- it's, a, it's a great name. It's a 16% uh, quad. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's, it's got some oomph behind it. There's a, there are only 99 cases bottled of it. It's a, it says it can be aged for up to a decade. Uh, it is it is tasty. It is a tasty beverage. All right, well enjoy that. Sounds like it's right up my alley. Enjoy that. Yeah, enjoy that bad boy. Yeah, Randy, you do love some quads. Yes, I do. Yeah, true story. Well, speaking of uh, uh, that, what do you have? Um, I actually have a flying dog bloodline. It is a uh, blood orange ale. I do like I do like some flying dogs. Got some good beers, man. I've never had that one. Yeah, as I was sitting there, we were uh, at Wegmans doing the make your own six pack, and I'm uh-huh. like, I want something I haven't had before, and I'm like, hey, this looks kind of cool. Let's just drink it and see what it see what it tastes like. It's actually not bad. Good. Ah, let me take another sip of this thing. <laughs> you know what? I was closing out some windows, and I ended up on the perfect window as a descriptor for Thursday night football for the Cowboys and the Bears. Well, really for the Cowboys. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> that is a damn good question. I mean, really, y'all? <laughs> really, y'all? Are, are you saving that for Dallas or the Chargers? <laughs> the, the, both. Why the, can't it be both? Uh, it is both. Missing new ways to lose <laughs> since last week. Oh yeah, that's just that's yeah. just a mess. Um. But, Hey, hey, two two members of the sports crew had the the, the highest amount of points on the Bears tonight, and that was uh, one Twitter Terminator and one D Stat, the D Statinator. The D Statinator. Did you go jump? I think I I just had two on them. I I largely kept everything low in this game, but what'd you put on Happy them? Happy Reveal Day, everybody. Uh, we both put a uh, eight on them. Oh, solid call. I wonder how many people took the Cowboys. It was, it was actually I was, I was expecting more people on the Cowboys, but I guess you know. They know that they're wonderfully inconsistent. So it was probably nine, split, nine split, split about half and half. Huh. So, I guess, uh, why don't we wrap up segment one with the Cowboys and Thanksgiving and the the Bears, of course, and then we'll take a, a little pause and then we'll come back and run through some stuff. By the way, <clears throat> or maybe we should just talk about Thanksgiving. F the games. The Thanksgiving Rewind, just for good measure. Uh, had a great Thanksgiving. 
uh, spent some time in Charlottesville, which uh, in part was extra awesome because UVA beat Virginia Tech. And that being in Charlottesville, that, and my wife's from Charlottesville, you know, I don't, I don't have any particular affinity for UVA other than my wife is a UVA fan <clears throat> and grew up in Charlottesville. I will say that was extra satisfying, and that was a fun game. That was a fun game to watch. I know it doesn't really mean a lot in the grand scheme of, like, the CFP. I mean, UVA is, is going to get their – in all likelihood is going to get absolutely handled by Clemson. Uh, but for, you know, <laughs> to finally beat Virginia Tech, they, they had lost, like, what, 15 straight? Um, that was really cool. But we had a good Thanksgiving. We had a lot of fun. Kids had a good time. And then we came back and did stuff with my mom, and it was fun. But uh, one of the highlights was definitely uh, UVA getting that victory over Virginia Tech. That was super enjoyable. I had a fun. Yeah, I take, had a fun Thanksgiving, man. I'll take Virginia plus twenty nine versus Clemson. <laughs> is that an is that an official bet? That's an official what's the bet. line on that? By the way, have they twenty nine? It is it's twenty nine. Yes. Oh my god! So I'm taking Virginia and the points to what? cover. Well, it's not like Clemson has to let you know beat the hell out of everybody to get you know what I mean to advance any positioning. All they got to do is win; they're fine. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's it. All but uh, you know, uh, Whitfield, who's not on the on on the podcast tonight, he's a Virginia Tech honk. So I love seeing him complain and boohoo and bitch. That was great. <laughs> Honestly, we have a lot of friends that are hokey. We have a lot of friends that legitimately went to Virginia Tech. Whitfield did not go to Virginia Tech. Um, I don't think he could get into butt scratch university, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. <laughs> he could show, he could show up at, at the, at the medical college of Virginia as a test subject. He might be able to end up on a college campus for that, but <laughs> good God, dude, <laughs> he, he kind of, doesn't he kind of look like somebody that got infected with random diseases for fun? They were like, let's see what happens to this guy. Let's shoot him up. That explains why he looks so old compared to everybody. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Mark? <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we have a lot of friends that are legitimate. Like, So it, it was just fun. And Whitfield was whiny about the loss. So uh made it extra satisfying. I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Quite a few people I saw on the the interwebs that were a little butthurt over that. No, oh, a lot, a lot, a lot. Maybe like, it was. On, man. Maybe it was yeah, part it was of our. In a row. What do you think? Was it a hepatitis? Was it a hepatitis trial or a herpes? What, is, what do you What do you think they infected him with at MCV? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whitfield, Whitfield, wow. Whitfield, we love you. But they make a cream for that. Please use it, Mr. Herp. No, I'm just, just kidding. I can't believe... I do think it's hilarious that he said he thought he looked younger than you, Mark. It's like, uh, that, was, that was a new one. That, <laughs> that's right. He likes to tell people... He likes to tell me he looks younger than me, too. And I, and I always always laugh at him on that one. Nope. Yeah, no, you lost the woo-off. You lose the young-off. But we love you... We do. Just the way you are. Just the way you are. Just the way you are. Yeah. Are y'all seriously breaking out that song? We might. <laughs> I, 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 wasn't tr- I wasn't actually trying to, but hey. You, Come you on. Ask for it. See if I can find it. You got to remember, like, my hard drive, I've, got, uh, I've been trying to migrate to Windows 10. So I have, like, three bootable hard drives on my computer. Two are Windows 7, one is Windows 10, and... 
my library, my music libraries have gotten a little bit messed up. So we can do it this way. Here we go. What? No, I don't want the Bruno Mars version of it. Let's go. Let's go, Billy Joel, man. I mean, I'm not. I like Bruno Mars, but if you're gonna, if we're gonna break out just the way you are, it's got to be Billy Joel, right? Don't go I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you no, know, Shannon, this is your fault. Yes, this is Shannon. No, fault. It, it would be my fault if it was Bruno Mars. I can, I can live with Billy Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, the song itself, it's your fault. Mm. Yes, yes, it is. We do love Whitfield, though. So sorry to hear tonight, bud. Uh, we know it's it's late for you in your advanced old age. You can't hang on these late nights. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, he was—he had dinner at four, so I mean, you got to figure he was asleep. I know. Well, you Damn. know, a scoop of Metamucil at, at eight or nine to help move things along. You know. Nice. Yeah, worthy for dinner and yeah, sleep by six. It's, it's good night. I, I get it. <laughs> Do you think his blow-up doll has like a jar of Metamucil in one hand? So what happens? Oh An oatmeal in the other. <laughs> Holy hell, man. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna crash and burn, dude. I'm gonna crash and burn. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't very nice. But no, <laughs> we do love you, but you don't look younger than us. Sorry, bro. <laughs> and this, I mean, come on, we know this is how the sports brew. This is how we show each other love. Uh, it is. It is. We give each other complete <laughs> we, we awful also hell, it and we take it plenty. So. Yes, and that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving was good. We we had a lot of fun. We had a good time, man. So I hope everybody else is. I, I hope all of your Thanksgiving, uh, you know, were in, whether it's friends, family, whatever you got into, uh, was good times, man. Mine had a little bit of excitement to it. We uh, father-in-law had to go to the emergency room on Friday with heart issues. Yikes. Um, his well, his heart's only working at 25%, so, I mean, yeah, he's tough. he's on borrowed time at this point. So they gave him steroids to help him breathe. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, decided to get into the garage, start, you know, cutting some things, do it like that, and uh, went to the ER again. Mm -hmm. Chopped off half his middle finger and uh, cut part of his uh, pointer finger off. Good gracious. Oh, Christ. Holy shit. Yeah. But y'all, at that point, I thought, I figured y'all probably hopefully just decided like wrap him in bubble wrap for the rest of the weekend. And be like, you're doing nothing. You're in bubble wrap. Nothing more. No, you're something. not carving the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, sit the fuck down, dude. I mean, the oh, X-ray, like the middle finger bone was just disintegrated. Ugh. I mean, so they amputated it to the second knuckle. And uh, Amber didn't tell me if they saved his other uh, fingernail or not. They were trying to save it. If not, his fingernail and the pointer finger was going to be gone as well. So that's gross. 
Well, uh, I hope. I, yeah, I hope he. I, well, I hope he's good. Oh no, it gets better. The, the best part is, is he used to do this magic trick where he would do like, he would act like he took half his finger off. Oh God, no, can't. <laughs> and, then... and, and and the grandkids, the oldest grandkid, <laughs> and uh, my my brother in law's oldest were like, oh, he can actually do it for real now. <laughs> Because he doesn't actually have to take the fingers; it's already gone. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I looked at Amber because she made the joke, and I'm like, "Is that too soon?" And she texted her brother and sister. And they're like, "No, nah, the kids have already talked about it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, which, now, which which fingers did he lose chunks of? He lost the middle finger on the right hand to the second knuckle. So, I mean, about half of it. So now and he can call uh, people number one and a half. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's a that's a gift. <laughs> one and a half, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no twos, just one and a half. No twos, no number eleven. <laughs> wow, that's pretty wild. So. <laughs> I, I I think that you know I, I'm not saying it takes the cake. That that's a hell of a thing. I'm glad he's okay. That's a lot to go through, and we can joke about the fingers. That that's tough, man. I mean, he was laughing about it when the kids were making the jokes. So, yeah, that's that almost made me cringe as much thinking about all that as uh, who shared the damn article from IFL Science about the teenager degloving his penis. Man, I saw that. Thanks. Like, oh my god. Thanks. I was at work. I I was at work when I I saw that. I was like, ah. And so my coworker was like, "What are you talking about?" So then I was like, "Are you sure you want to (laughs) know?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, here's the headline, Teenager to Gloves Penis, an invert scrotum and bike crash. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. That was I awful. I cringed. Oh. There were, like, females on the comments going, that made me cringe, and I don't even have that. Yeah. <laughs> 14-year-old boy was cycling one-handed at a walking pace no, along the pavement while Maybe. holding a drink. Maybe. We can reach out the double dog and see if he will lend out one of his for this kid. What to re-glove? Glove. Glove. Glove with the glove. Yeah. I've already gone blue enough. Can I? I mean, this 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 is just an internet meme. Maybe it's not even true. I'm pretty sure reading it that it was, but super quick. A story about a, we'll say, young woman. I'm guessing she was probably in her 20s, maybe late teens. Found a dildo in one of her mom's drawers and decided to like you know she was like eh, it's a little thicker than i usually use but you know screw it I'll, I'll try this out and wash it off i guess used it and then afterwards uh noticed that there was uh something engraved at the bottom of it and she couldn't even look but she's pretty sure it or she knows what like the company that made it is ones that like recreates dicks and so she's basically pretty sure to positive that her mom like had her dad's Dick, like, oh, recre- no. recreated, and so she screwed herself with her. She was like, "I'm never gonna. This is great. I've, I've, I've lived that, this that can't. That can't. That can't be legitimate. I think it's legitimate. I, that can't. That can't like, be legitimate. Why would even say that. It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Randy, your cue. <sighs> Seriously? Yes. Seriously. Look. Yes. For God, all right, all right. For fuck's sake! <laughs> Look, man, how do you? Number one, number one, number one. 
why would you use anybody else's dildo? Number one, that's completely heinous. Number it's two, a bad idea. N- number two, of all the things to do to yourself, what do you fuck that up? <laughs> yes. What the hell How happened to this do you podcast? Fuck that up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why on earth Mark brought up a story about a chick fucking it her her dad's dick dildo. I don't know. This was a part of the Thanksgiving There is no Thanksgiving. There's plenty of giving, but there's no thanks. There's no thanks with that. Zero. Zero. No thanks. Definitely not something to be thankful for. No. 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 Alright, really, I... That has to be fake. That that absolutely, 100% has to be fake. Either way, it's terrible and gross. I really was going to initially just tell a super quick story. Uh, uh, Are you telling me um, she... She didn't. She didn't love that dildo just the way it was. Oh, I don't think we want to know. Neither did she, but she sure as hell found out. Yeah, the definitely too familiar. Come on, man. Whose fault is this? Whose? Marks. <laughs> Why did we follow down the rabbit hole? Why? I'm, I'll take partial responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> well, we went from my father-in-law's chopped off fingers to the the glove penis to the dildo. I mean, we're in the threat of hell at this point. Dude. All right. I'll see if I can bring it back slightly. So really, my initial super quick story was just going to be just uh, talking about your, her, uh, your, your uh, father-in-law with his jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just may remember that recently retold a story that my brother seemed to have either forgotten or maybe he blocked out. Uh, but blocked when he was probably like, I guess like 17, and I'm, so I'm five years younger, so I was probably 12. Uh, we used to stay at my our grandparents in uh, Matthews, Virginia, Virginia, which is you know way out in the boonies. And um, I, I don't know what inspired it, but like my my uncle was there, uh-huh. um, and just decided one morning that like he and I and I mean it's super not PC at this point, I'm sure, but like basically like dressed up as terrorists like super early one morning, like <laughs> our face our faces completely covered, and ran into my brother's room. To like wake him up and make him think that we were like kidnapping him and gonna like torture him and shit. It was really bad thinking back on it, but I guess maybe that's why he blocked it out. But uh, at the time, I thought it was hysterical. Like, yeah, let's prank my brother. That's great. This is the worst Thanksgiving segment in the history of Thanksgiving segments. We have we have we have dad dildos. We have Mark as a terrorist. We have. Shannon's father-in-law's fingers getting chopped off. I mean, here I am talking about how great Thanksgiving was. My mom bought me liquor, and then it devolves into this pile of steamy crap. I mean, what in the hell? I mean, holy moly, mother of God. Who wrote that one? Fuck you! 
I don't even know what has happened here. Uh, I think oh. that sums it up right there. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Todd, we're sorry. You cannot play this podcast at an audible volume for your children. Sorry. No, you cannot. <laughs> Todd's having a Hardywood tap takeover tomorrow if y'all didn't see it. I'm, I'm not going to make it to that, given what this podcast might turn into. <laughs> I know better. I know better. Anyway, on a lighter note, as we, you know, probably ought to wrap up. Huh? Segway out of this thing. Yeah, well, much like the family four-pack. Don't you know there's part of me that loves you? <laughs> Took my took my took my family to Frozen Two, so we have a new song. As this podcast has gone to the unknown, as did Elsa. There you go. Is that what Whitfield podcast? Is that what Whitfield called his blow up doll? Unknown. Oh my god. Sorry. As radio was spits out his Good movie. I, I do like the original better, though. But it was good. And my daughter loved it. Loved it. She loved it, loved it, loved it. It was good. It was fun. Anyway, uh, Randy, what about your Thanksgiving? Please, dear God, can you give us some normalcy after Shannon's debacle and Bark's dildo story? Can you give us some degree of normalcy? Uh, can you? Yes. Yes, I can, actually. Actually, it was, just, it was pretty chill. Uh, woke up, watched the uh, parade. Had Good. breakfast. I watched football. <laughs> she watched Hallmark all day. Good. It was it was really chill. Thank God. Thank God. Something normal. We watched football. <laughs> we watched the parade, and we ate. Thank you, Randy, yep. for having a normal fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> Not this other dumpster fire dildo shit that just got brought into this podcast. <laughs> blame, it, blame it on the quad, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, blame, blame it on the quad. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good thing to do. Okay, I tell you what. I think we need a re- we need a recovery from what that was. Let's take a quick break. Come back and finish our NFL thoughts. Talk about the CFP, a little bit of college football, and then just get the hell out of here. Christ Almighty, Mark! Thanks for that debacle. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. As always, if you've suffered through this podcast for this long, uh, buckle up for segment two. Dear God, who knows what that's going to be. Uh, <laughs> well, and take a shot while you're at it. Yeah, you might, you might need, <laughs> you might need a, need a couple. But uh, look, uh, keywords of sports and brew you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, a whole bunch of other uh, platforms and services. Uh, but uh, keywords of sports and brew, thanks for putting up with our stupidity. Our wives do, so why not you? That should be our new tagline. Anyway, we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes and recover from perhaps the worst Thanksgiving segment <laughs> in the recorded history of man. I'm not <laughs> or the best, depending on like how you like to view things. Yeah, if you're warped. 
which we kind of are. So like like, like us, like, <laughs> like us. I'm sure I will laugh uh, in debauchery <laughs> on that mm-hmm. one tomorrow. Again, I, we probably owe Todd an apology, but at least we didn't, you know, bring up a reach around somewhere in that conversation. So. <laughs> I mean, like you just did now. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Robert Kraft Thanksgiving rub and tugs, man. <laughs> that would have been a good holiday special. <laughs> Come on, man. We're supposed to be on point. Hey, well, you know, no Thanksgiving. No Thanksgiving's complete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Thanksgiving's complete without some gravy, right? Anyway. If there's a boundary, like Philip Rivers, we'll push it. Well, there it is. anyway oh my god God. all right so again it is um i want to thank the buffalo bills for beating the cowboys on thanksgiving that was great um one of my favorite favorite moments of that game is josh allen fumbling the ball in a fourth and one digging it out of the pile and then toughing out a first down anyway that was fantastic and then the Cowboys, of course, follow up that loss. Oh, incidentally, uh, the Bills are 5-1 on the road for the first time since 1966. And wow. uh, their 9-12 win- games is the most uh, most they've had since the Bills finished 10-6 and in Jim Kelly's final season in 1966. I will, uh, you know... Six? Yeah. Wait. Jim Kelly? <clears throat> 1996, excuse me. Well, like... they're 5-1 they're for the first time since 1966. And the nine wins through 12 games are the most since the Bills finished 10-6 and in Jim Kelly's final season in 1996. I can see why that's confusing, particularly if you've been enjoying beverages, because that was tough to say. Um, but it, uh, I was sitting there doing the math, too, going, wait a second. Wait, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on here. Um, Jason Witten, aren't you glad you came back to a team that's going to go 8-8, eight and eight, probably? But uh, anyway, uh, Jason, what, <laughs> they might not seven to nine, man. Division winners, here we come, seven to nine. Um, but uh, Jason Witten caught uh, da- uh, a touchdown pass from Dak, and uh, Witten, by the way, has the most yards receiving on Thanksgiving uh, with eight hundred ninety-five. Uh, he got six passes for forty-two yards. So good on you. Uh, I'm sorry you came back for a dumpster fire. But you know, honestly, your your broadcast career was a dumpster fire too. So this is probably more entertaining for most people watching you. <laughs> you know, you pulled a rabbit out of your hat or whatever that thing was. <laughs> pulled a rabbit out of his head. I think is what it was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his head. There you go. Pulled a rabbit out of his head. Uh, one of my favorite things from Thanksgiving games, by the way. Uh, obviously, the Saints, you know, beat the Falcons 26-18. But one of my favorite plays in the moment was Matt Ryan th- throwing an interception to Shy Tuttle. And, and you know, Tuttle's just this big boy just running down the side, just running with his ball, dude. And Ryan gets in his face and just gets a face full of stiff arm boomstick, dude. And gets absolutely blown up 
by the stiff arm. I think there may have been a block in the back on it too. Uh, there was. But uh, one of my favorite calls is this was actually um, a German a German coverage of this game. I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, it was great. I don't know, I'm going to play this clip for you because it is absolutely fantastic. Because it's it's how I felt in the moment. You just you almost never hear broadcasters react this way. So here you go, off Deutsch. Can they commentate like every game from now on? They're so happy. Dude, I know I they're, they're so happy. I just love them. I, I would listen to like two million of them over, you know, one Booger McFarlane. Booger McFarlane. Booger McFarlane needs to get stiff armed in the face by Tuttle. My God. But you know exactly when the stiff arm happens because you get this. Matt Ryan. I know that's outstanding. That is fantastic. Oh my god, they're still so happy. Oh, they're laughing so hard. Oh, that was glorious, man. It was absolutely glorious. That that again, that's my favorite part of that. Can I get it one more time? One, all right, all right. Third time's a charm. Matt Ryan deserves another stiff arm in the face. Why not? Why not? Let me find the right spot in the video. Here you go. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Sounds like somebody who's getting like tickled, like a tickle. <laughs> it does, it does. Oh, that's great. Oh, glorious. That was phenomenal, man. It's funny because I remember watching the play, but the first, my reaction was, holy shit, yeah. because it was just Oh, phenomenal. my God. He got absolutely blown up. He got blown, man. bro. Matt Ryan, man, you got better things to do with your body than go after a gigantic lineman rumbling and stumbling <laughs> down the sideline, brother. Think about your career, man. <laughs> Think about the kids. That's going to be forever in that man's highlight package now. Him getting <laughs> stiff-armed in the face by big boys. Shy Tuttle. That's a hell of a name, by the way. Whew. Anyway, my God. Woo. Uh, all right. Other, I, I guess, other cleanup. Um, kudos to the Texans, um, and again, the Patriots made it closer than it really felt. Um, and I know they got a little, they got a little dangerous at the end, and and quite frankly, they were one fluky onside. Is it me, or were there all kinds of onside kick recoveries this weekend? This past in week there thirteen, were three recoveries, bananas, absolutely freaking nuts. Because the uh, the Falcons had a bunch of them, didn't they? Uh, yeah. That- they had, what, one or two of them? I know. I, I heard tonight during the broadcast there were three onside um Yeah, because I think I think the Falcons had three in a row, but one was waved off, right? But they had they were, they had two onside kick recoveries back-to-back, and they're the first right. team since 2004 to actually recover two onside kicks in the same game, which is incredible. Right. Uh, and and the, the, the kicker, <clears throat> I forget his name. I call me racist. The Asian guy, I just can't remember his name, but... Um, uh, way Thank you, the Asian kicker. Did you call him Ramen uh, Noodles? What did you say? I'm going to need the guy demonize the rest of the podcast. Um, <laughs> 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 but 
no, but it's funny because I mean, he's been struggling as a kicker, and I think he struggled with field goals during the game. But I mean, he had three of the most like perfect, you know, onside kicks oh, that I've seen incredible. in a long time. They were incredible. Uh, I, I I don't love the the adjusted you know rules for the onside kicks now because it just makes it so nearly impossible. I get that it's supposed to be extremely unlikely and difficult, but, uh, but I just feel like they still need to tweak it some to make it a little more reasonable. But mm-hmm. I mean, just just perfect. I mean, I, I you know obviously you got to get it so it's. You know, rolls flat, and then as it gets towards the sideline, and gets towards ten yards, get get a couple of hops to it, and uh, I mean, there was perfection. And really, the one that they called back, it should have been called back. I mean, it was the, they called off off sides, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't. It was perfectly timed by the the, the, the runners. Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, problem is, the offensive line couldn't you know, come anywhere close <laughs> to protecting Matt Ryan. So, really, the last no. drive, I mean, and they had no chance. No. But, no, but uh, so yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta certainly uh, executed those like champs. And you know, New England closed the gap late uh, in garbage time, and they almost got Shannon enough garbage points to win. James White just needed one more grab for you. First, well, if they hadn't declined the penalty, I would. I know, had that. and that, and that, you got to be a little salty about that one. First world <laughs> fantasy problems, but still, um, yeah. it should have been that close. To be no, with you. I know, I know. Um, I was hoping. It was it was garb it was garbagey, but I don't remember who it was that got their mitts on that onside kick. But you know, got their hand on it, but it ended up going out of bounds. But ooh, oh, they were close. Yeah, Can you uh, imagine? Brandon Bolden. Bre- Bolden, okay. Um, Dude, if he just beckums it and brings it I in, know. Man, I know. Interesting, real quick. That's crazy. That's why he's on special teams and not starting wide receiver. <laughs> there you go. Uh, true story. One one of the big things that came out of this game was Tom Brady yelling at his wide receivers to be faster, quicker, and more explosive during the game. So eh, usually you don't see a whole bunch of, of that, you know, rolling out there on, uh, you know, on, on the telly, as uh, some may say. But I think the frustration is real. We talked about the struggles of the Pats' offense earlier in the podcast, but I think you give kudos to Houston and New England struggles are legitimate. I know they're, they're clearly they're you know, a playoff team, but you have to wonder how much, you know, magic they've got. Can they pull a rabbit out of their head um, as we, as we get, <laughs> as we get through late season and, and the playoffs, because they, they just look like they've got some pronounced weaknesses on the offensive side of the ball. And I don't, you know, I don't know how they're going to figure it out. I won't put it past them to figure it out. Um, they've got a track record of it, but it just might be too much to overcome. Well, um, the one thing that, is really concerning is the running game. Like I really thought Sony yeah. Michelle would yeah. just go off this year and <clears throat> it just hasn't happened. And that's the one thing where if they get the running game going, I think everything else will sort itself out. But, yeah. You know, you well, can't put everything on Tom's no. shoulders at this point in his career. I well, mean, the, the man's op- 42 years old. Well, the, the offense needs to figure out at least one thing <laughs> they can do really well. And if they can run the ball really well, they can set the rest of the offense up because they don't pass the ball particularly well, and they haven't run the ball particularly well. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they they don't. You know, it's one thing to be flexible, but yeah. being flexible with your level of suck isn't particularly helpful. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just not unless you're a prostitute. Then you can be flexible with your level of suck. That's kind of handy. <laughs> but outside of that, <laughs> you know. There's just issues, wow. man. Yeah, you know. That, that's a, <laughs> well, it also that's makes you wonder why the pass got rid of, uh, you know, what Gordon? 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to remember back in the in the in the timeline. Was it? Didn't? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the he, thing is, they, re- they put him on waivers right after they got Sanu, but it did to me. It didn't make sense because that would have been an actually a decent set of receivers to have Gordon, Sanu, and Edelman. That's Gordon at least, right Gordon there. at least well, took coverage. Was, it, you know, even if you even if he didn't wasn't really productive, Gordon at least sucked up coverage. He did. You know, I, you just don't know. We just don't know the dynamic of that locker right. room and how right. that was going. Right. So that's true. I mean, that that's the unknown. That is. I mean, it, it could have been a little toxic. Who knows? I mean, I hope not for Gordon's sake. I mean, he's in Seattle. I hope Corny Russell Wilson is, uh, you know, from his uh, being mic'd up on Monday night. Yeah. I hope they're, you know, keeping him out of trouble and all that good stuff. So we'll see. I, I you know, it was so funny. I, I read something. I don't know if it's Dion or someone was mm-hmm. saying the patch just go ahead and bring in Brown. Say screw it. Bring in Antonio Brown. I would imagine had he not thrown a little shade at Kraft on the exit that maybe maybe that would have happened by now. But yeah. I think at this point it just seems to be wishful thinking because even if they brought him back, you don't know what the league's going to do with him. You know. <laughs> that's a that's a true story. That that's the thing. I mean, he's still flailing around out there and making stupid posts on social media. He still hasn't learned to zip his pie hole. So, yeah, who knows what that's going to turn into. Thank you, Miami Dolphins, for making the NFC East dumpster fire even more atrocious uh, by taking the Eagles to the woodshed. Uh, 37-31, ridiculous. I think the, the one play that most people will remember from this game if they've bothered to watch it or bothered to watch highlights of it, which many people probably did not. I will say for fantasy football players who had any faith or stock in the Eagles defense, I was one of those dumbasses. Uh, thank you, Philadelphia, for effing that for me. That cost me a game. <laughs> did not me out of the playoffs, but it definitely cost me a game. Thanks a lot, Philly fuckers. Uh, but in the second quarter, <laughs> in the second quarter, the Dolphins had a fourth and goal, dude. And they had the damn punter working as the quarterback and ended up flipping it to their freaking kicker for the touchdown in the end zone. It was the first kick. It was the first time a kicker has caught a touchdown since 1977. Oh my gosh. I mean, my God, the hell y'all deserve to lose that game. You sorry pricks. The hell dude. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. I'm just annoyed. I mean, good for (laughs) Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. The Dolphins got some fight in them. I, you know, I don't even know. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're an Eagles fan, like how on earth do you, you know, have any confidence at all in what that team's going to try to do the rest of the year? You know what I'm saying? Like you just, I, I just, I just don't think you can. You know, their defense was supposed to kind of, you know, they they had a stretch that looked favorable to set them up for the end of the year, and that's that's the performance they delivered. I know the Dolphins are playing. You know, playing, playing. They have a lot more fight in them than they did earlier this year. But no, 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 atrocious, atrocious. You know, you know what I meant. We got so distracted during our Thanksgiving debacle of fail that wrapped up segment one. I wanted to bring up Brown Friday, and I didn't. You know, we always talking thinking about Black. <laughs> we always Aww. think about we always think about Black Friday, right? And Cyber Monday. But I was, uh, there was a great article about plumbers preparing for Brown Friday, which is one of their busiest days of the year. 
because of all the grease, of all the food, of all the people in a house, you know, overloading the, the septic systems and the drains because uh, there's so many more people. And, yeah, Brown Friday is a thing. What can Brown do for uh, you? Yeah, what, what can Brown <laughs> poo for you, really? Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't had to get any uh, Brown Friday work. Although I will say this. Chloe delivered a brown it wasn't Friday, but we're gonna we're gonna file into Brown Friday. God bless her, man. My three year old. She does not like to poop, and because she does not like to poop, she ends up with these massive logs, which of course reinforces that she doesn't like to poop because it hurts. So at her in home daycare, she dropped a log so massive that it clogged her toilet. And and so, you know, I'm chilling last night and Sarah's like, Oh my god, we're gonna have to call a plumber. I'm like, What are you talking about? And so they couldn't, they're told it still wouldn't flush. This was like hours and hours later. And I'm like, oh, what in the hell? So before work, I'd, I'd take Chloe this morning. I'd drop her off there. And I, I, yeah, I'm ready, dude, man. I got like some latex gloves. I got the snake. And uh, I, I went and I snaked that damn toilet. I had to break up that mega turd. Like Chloe, I had, I had brown th- uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Close enough. And I had to go ahead and bust that bad boy up before I could go to work. So, Chloe, thanks a lot. <laughs> I mean, but let's be fair. I mean, I know you didn't enjoy that. Nobody would. But you were kind of proud, right? I mean, a little proud? I mean, it's a hell of a log. Yeah, so, exactly. You know. I mean, we, we have to have the lesson with Chloe that she has to let it go when she needs to go. Dude. Dude. Facts. If anybody needs to live, I mean, as much as she loves the movie Frozen, I cannot believe that girl has such a hard time letting it go. You got, you got to use it as motivation. You got to reinstill. No, that, you know what we did? Else. No, this is a true story. Sarah bought a multi-pack of Frozen underwear. Okay, Anna, Elsa, Olaf, sure. Sven, Kristoff. I don't know who the hell else is on these damn underwear. Just little, you know, panties. Uh, underwear for a three-year-old, and so Chloe has to earn these underwear by by taking a poop. Nice, Lindy. Just you want, your your d- your turn is coming, sir. You will have to deal with random poop <laughs> stuff soon. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so real quick, uh, it's funny. I had, I had I would have thought about this myself, but like I just know I, was, I saw uh, Josh Gad who plays Olaf mm-hmm. uh, on the yeah, I don't know Ellen or somebody talking about it the other day and how like. He, I wouldn't say he says he gets annoyed, but he tries to like stop parents who will come up to him with their kids and be like, "Hey, do the Olaf voice." He's like, "No, like that's because if a kid, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, I know obviously at Disney World, like, right. I mean, the princesses and princes and everything, like, never can break character. I mean, the kids, if they see just this random, you know, chunky guy who's, you know, they don't know who the hell he is, like, doing this voice of this, you know, character they're familiar with, it'll freak them out. Like, they're not, they're really not going to enjoy that. That's not the point of, like, enjoying. I mean, if he was wearing his, wearing an Olaf costume, sure. But otherwise, don't ask him to do the Olaf voice. It's going to freak the kid out. I, w- I wonder how, like, is he tall? Is he short? Is he fat? Like, I've never seen a picture of the dude who plays he's, Olaf. He's, he's, I don't know how tall he is, but he's, he's a chubby dude. He's a big really dude. Good actor. He's done a lot of Broadway stuff. But he's a, yeah, he's a bigger dude. I would guess he's probably maybe like 5'10", something like that. All right, so like he all of a sudden... Like a, look at like an average Joe. Yeah, so all uh, of a sudden a 5'10 Olaf snowman coming at you <laughs> singing. That might be a little overwhelming, right? It'd probably be kind of weird. <laughs> I remember, I, I, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, but Josh, uh, Josh, James Corden does a really funny segment 
uh, that I really enjoy because I obviously enjoy the weird stuff in the, wor- in the world <laughs> where he has celebrities either answer like a pretty ba- bad question or mm-hmm. eat something horrible. And uh, he uh, had Josh Gavin there uh, a while back. This is before version two. And uh, his question to him was like, uh, have you have you ever used the Olaf voice in bed with your wife? <laughs> Which he wouldn't answer, but that would be pretty weird. I think that would be pretty weird. Um, I, I swear I'm going to shut up because there's nothing to do with what we're talking about. But uh, only the, the best best question and answer that I've ever seen in these segments. He's done a bunch of them. Uh, was he asked Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith uh-huh. uh, how much how much money you spent on drugs in your lifetime? And he was like, Oh, I'll answer that. Three million easy. <laughs> James was like, really? He was like, dude, he's like, I snorted half of Peru. Yes. yes. <laughs> I snorted <laughs> half of Peru. <laughs> oh, like, that's probably underestimating it. Good, good on you. At least he answered it. I'm honest. <laughs> he didn't care. Dude. I love this headline, by the way, on Daily Snark. Uh, Chicago Bears fans absolutely destroyed Dallas Cowboys fans in brawl after Thursday night football game. Because really, like, we're a week away from Thanksgiving and we're a couple of weeks from Christmas. And that crap game, and now you got Bears fans getting the fights with Cowboys fans on the field and then a parking lot. I'm almost afraid <laughs> to, to click play on this video. I don't even know what this yeah. is going to be. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They're just fighting in the concourse. So stupid. Y'all are idiots. Yeah. Y'all drank too much. And that's why I don't go to games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if only the Cowboys had that amount of fight in them. <laughs> anyway, uh, we joked around about the Redskins still being able to make the playoffs, but this was a uh, this was a tweet from Jeff Skversky. I hope I said his name correctly. That's a S K V E R S K Y. That's tough, man. Uh, how bad is the NFC East? Not only can the five and seven Eagles still make the playoffs, but so can the three nine Redskins. The Redskins clinch the NFC East with number one Eagles beat Cowboys, plus number two Eagles lose their other three, plus Cowboys lose final four. They're already on the way to that, and the Redskins win the final four. Wow, six and ten, six and ten, seven and nine. Oh barf, ugh, that's just heinous. I'm just deleting that tab. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> So I've, I've got a good, good, broad NFL question for, uh-huh. for, for all you guys who want it. Because um, I think we're, we're obviously far enough this season that this, this question could get a good answer, I would think. Maybe. Um, of, of teams that you think you expected to at least have a good, if not great, season, who do you think is the biggest letdown of the season? Chicago's a huge letdown. Philadelphia is definitely a letdown. Um, the Patriots are good. I don't know if that falls under that. The Browns are an absolute mess. Browns are. A we we knew guy. they'd be dramatic. I don't know that there is there a team that has accomplished less with more than Cleveland. Might be how they fall. I would think to me, Browns and Falcons would probably be close to the top of the list. The, the Falcons have never recovered from that Super Bowl. Yeah. No. So the yeah, I mean, I would think Dan Quinn's getting Doss boot. I would think Quinn's getting fired. I, I think Jason, if Jason Garrett wasn't getting fired before tonight, he's getting <laughs> fired now. I, the Bears yeah. embarrassing him. That's done. His time in Dallas is done. I think he's lost. I think to me, it, it looks like he's lost the team. He might be a great guy, but I mean, they, they just they don't play good teams well. And Chicago's not even a good team. They're yeah. they're done. I, I'm not going to hate on them for losing to the Bills because I think the Bills are a, are a good. Fo- I don't. I'm not saying the Bills are great, but I think the Bills are 
good. They're sneaky good teams. Yeah, they're they're a good squad. By the way, the Bills actually still have a chance to be the number one seed in the AFC. Crazy as it sounds. Well, they're nine and three. They're only you know a game out of a whole bunch of stuff. They got Baltimore this weekend, and they Mm -hmm. have one more game against the Patriots. Yeah, I mean. So it it's I'm not saying it's going to happen. No, the but, sure. but you're there. but you're telling there's, me there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. I think yeah. The Browns and the Jets, because the if you looked at the off season, bring, you know you look at what the Jets did, bringing in Le'Veon Bell, shoring up the defense, knowing that Darnold had a lot of potential to maybe take take things to the next level, and just to have the season the Jets have had. It's definitely them and definitely the Browns. Those are the two teams for me. Um, Yeah, Yeah. the the Jets have definitely not lived up to the hype. Um, Ravens have exceeded expectations. The Steelers, I think you – I don't know what we thought they were going to be. They've battled – that team has worked through a lot of adversity, injuries. I mean, to be 7-5 and and, and to be sitting on the cusp of a – they're not taking the division. Nobody's taking that division away from Baltimore. But I think you know Pittsburgh can certainly be a playoff team. Um, I think they've over – That team's team got to be so absurdly grateful that you know, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick fell in their lap. I mean, that was the steal of the century. Yeah, well, I don't know if i go that far. But it was certainly – I'd say of this year. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. a little bit. But it's the steal of this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. This, the, I, absolutely. And they, they needed that. Um, they yep. needed that. The Titans are still the Titans. The Colts, I don't know what their expectations were going to be post-Andrew Luck drama. And they've had some injuries to contend with. I think the Texans are, are solid. The Chiefs are a little bit of a letdown, but they're still good. I mean, But they lost Mahomes. They still had some fight in them. Raiders, I think, have overachieved. Broncos, we knew were going to be bad. The Chargers always find ways to suck. Nothing new there. The whole NFC East, whatever you thought. So D- Dallas is legitimately a disappointment. Dallas is legit because they're because they just oh, yeah. they can't beat good teams. So without ro- with roster, they should be so much better. They should they be are. better. So they, they they definitely deserve to be on the list. Yeah, I think um, I, I think the Cowboys legitimately. The Eagles, I don't know how good people thought they were going to be, but they're they're underachieving. The Redskins are terrible. The Giants are terrible. We knew that. The Packers are good but not great, and they've had some ugly games. The Vikings are good but not great with some ugly games. The Bears are a little bit of a letdown. They've had some ugly stretches. I don't think anybody had any real expectations for Detroit. Saints are good. Offense isn't as good as we thought. The Bucks are weird. Um, they do. They look great in some capacities, and then they're just traveling fail in others. The Panthers are a letdown, I think, uh, but they had some quarterback problems. By the way, I want to thank the Washington Redskins for taking me out of every fucking survivor pool I was in this week. <laughs> Um, apparently they also, you know, also the Ron Rivera survivor pool, they eliminated him. Um, so I guess kudos to them for that one. You know, what's great though, is, uh, the, the one, one of the survivor pools I was in, apparently everybody took Carolina. So we all went out and we were the last four people remaining. So all four of us finished first because <laughs> we all nice. tied, which is funny. So it says like in Yahoo, it says I finished first, which is hilarious. <laughs> nice. So I think the Redskins took all of us out the same week, which is kind of goofy. Panthers are a letdown. Falcons are a letdown. Seahawks are good. 49ers are better than expected. The Rams are a letdown. I'm not. I don't know what people's expectations were, but they're a letdown. But I, I, I think I'd have to say the biggest disappointments, Randy. I, I think I'll agree with you on the Jets. 
definitely the Jets. I, I think, and, and and probably the Cowboys, because they're they're going to get Garrett fired. I, th- I think that's that's gross. Uh, yeah, the Jets, the Browns, and the Cowboys. I mean, I I didn't really have big expectations for the Falcons, so I don't I don't know that I include them. Other people might. I didn't think the Bengals would be as bad as they are, but nobody had real expectations for them coming into the season anyway. So Cleveland had a lot of hype. A lot of people were on that train, and they just have not delivered. Baker hasn't been as good. Uh, I think Freddie Kitchens, he might have a future in T-shirts, but I don't think he has a future as the Browns coach. Mm -mm. I just don't think he was ready for it. And and I've said, I think, a few weeks ago, is that team has so much talent, but no real leaders. Mm-mm. No, that, I don't think they have good leadership either. Uh, that was probably a bit much for him. But I mean, your head coach shouldn't be walking around with a Pittsburgh started it shirt. He That's can wear it at home. Dumb. If his daughters thought that was funny, he can wear it at home. But to wear it out where you're going to get photographed with people, come on, man. That's just that's as the head coach. That's a bad. That's a bad look, bro. It's, it's a bad look. And then and, and, uh, I want to say real quick to speak about the Browns just because I, I don't know if enough people have seen this story. But um, uh, the Browns are releasing Chris Smith, uh, the player whose you know, girlfriend died in a... Also a bad look. Uh, on, in September. Uh, just a massive F you. I mean, I, 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 yeah, they, they can try. I don't know what they want to... Uh, that they really tried to speak out in defending themselves. Um, it's not like he was taking some massive salary. It's not like you're going to the playoffs or doing anything. Um, I mean, and you think back to um, what the Bengals did for uh, uh, Devin Still. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, when his, when his daughter had you know leukemia. I mean, you know, tons of fundraisers, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's so incredibly back to them when you know they don't have to necessarily go above and beyond. And I'm not saying that the Browns needed to do anything go, going above and beyond, but releasing him uh, is just horrendous and and I, I well he, just, he had a I line disgusting he had a line in september I was talking about the these things and i think you, i don't know if you sent the yahoo article or not but one of us somebody put this yahoo article in the uh, sports group chat and uh kitchens had a line it was uh said quote if you want to get the most out of your team you have to start at some point caring about each other and when you do that that builds relationships he said that of course after the tragedy with uh, you know Chris Smith and his girlfriend, who were on the side of an interstate of Interstate 90, uh, when a tire blew out in his car, a woman struck Smith's car and then Cordero, his girlfriend, and she was killed. They had gone out for the night together as new parents. Their daughter was four weeks old at the time. And how whatever you feel about him as a I, people can say it's a business decision. That's some cold shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, whether or not, I mean, and first of all, I don't, I don't even know how you, I mean, that's a lot to process, you know, I'm sure that has to have impacted him as a person, him as a player. Um, that's tough. And, uh, you know, whatever's going on in Cleveland, they, there had to be a better way to handle that. Put them on your practice squad, dude. Just something, man. That yeah. they waived them. He didn't ask for his release. They waived them. And I, I know football. Look, we understand that pro sports can be really calculated and a really cold business. But if you're going to talk about relationships and building relationships and a team that is struggling to find its identity, uh, I don't think that's a good message to send. 
No, it's, it's fucking horrendous. And I mean, and and I, I just I won't be able to get past the fact if they're if they're playoff bound and they truly had to fix a position where they they needed to build you know the roster for the playoffs something like that. Absolutely fine. I mean, I I, I still would say it's a bad move, but you could be like, all right, they they had to do this to fill a blank slot. That's not happening here. That's not remotely happening. This did not have to happen until the offseason or beyond. It's it, it's just a ugly move that looks so ugly on a team that's already embarrassed themselves from what the expectations were yeah. this season. It's just awful. Yeah, he's a veteran, so we'll get some termination pay. You know, it's just I, I think it's a what's more relevant here is it's a bad look and it, it's indicative of some issues organizationally uh, and for the locker room. We t- like talk about culture and attitude look the Bengals are a dumpster fire but when Devin's yeah, still Devin. so his daughter with uh Leah was uh, battling cancer and the Bengals put him on the practice squad so that that way he still had income and yeah, had health exactly. insurance and think about what the Steelers did for Ryan Chazier mm-hmm. yeah I mean oh, absolutely you know th- think about what that's meant for the other <laughs> players for Shazier, well, I mean, Shazier, obviously, that's a hell of a story because that's a terrible injury in 2017, that spinal injury. Hey, he's up and walking again, but how integrated is he in the fabric of the identity of that team, even though he's not on field, for what they did to stand behind him and support him and have him still be a part of that team, even if it's not as a player? He's still part, you know what I mean? He's still part of that team. Right. And yeah. I think I think that matters a great deal. Uh, for a locker room and for a culture and for an identity, and uh, I, 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 the Browns mis misplayed that. Yeah, and it's just I mean it, it matters. I mean I, I think I mean we we I, I'm pretty confident speaking for all of us. Like the thing we care about most about football is football. I mean it, yes. it, that's how we love the sport. We we absolutely do. But I mean we have the sports group because I mean certainly other things are relevant. Other things do matter. Yes, and and the, the fact is like you know. Public, I mean, we we do care about the stories that show like, you know, humanity and show that you know a team is more than just you know money hungry and is more than just you know whatever negative stuff. There's, there's a lot of negative stuff that's happened in the NFL the last few few years uh, from you know domestic abuse issues, um, CTE, so many other things. Uh, so the Shays years and the stories and the and the, the Devin Still stories, you know, that 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 matters and. Cleveland, it's just again, it, it's just kind of it's mind blowing to me to be honest because um, I, again, I'm not saying that they need to necessarily you know go above and beyond here, mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't really know what that would rep- represent here, but just standing behind a guy who's going through something horrible, just put him on the practice and, and squad. Do what the Bengals like said, did. Put him on the practice squad. Do something to 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 not come off looking like heartless bastards who are already, you know, a dumpster fire on uh, public perception. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. No, I mean, it's it, that's a mess. And, I, again, I think for teams that don't have a clearly established and strong identity and culture and, you know, commitment to winning and delivering that – you know, you can look around the league and, and see the teams that have, that you know have a lot of organizational and team glue. The Steelers are certainly one of them. Yeah, you know, and there are years where a team just happens to have, we talk about chemistry, right? And how teams overachieve and play beyond their talent or whatever it is. There's like this magic elixir of things that happen. And there are years that it's, it's, it's about, some years it's about talent. 
but you typically find that you have to have some of that team aspect, some of that, that team glue to really get over the hump. And it makes a huge difference. You pick whatever sport you want. There's always somebody. There's always an underdog somewhere along the line. Maybe they don't finish the whole thing, but they have a run or they have a story. And it's it's easy to, you know, as a fan to root for it, pull for it, and go along for the ride. And some of that is really predicated on the glue of the team, the chemistry of the team. And I just I think that's one where you just, at least from an outsider's perspective, unless there's something else going on inside the locker room, it seems like a poor personnel decision. Um, yeah. And it seems to reflect the dysfunction that they have. So that's a little bit of a mess. And uh, that's awful. Yeah. Practice squad the guy. Because then if somebody else wants to take on his contract <clears throat> or sign him, man, good on, <laughs> good on them. All right, let, let's let's bump it along here. Seahawks-Vikings was a fun game. The Seahawks, by the way, are 9-1 in one one-score games, which is incredible to play that many tight games. I don't know if anybody else in the league has that many. Well, you know what's funny? Actually, it balances the Chargers, out. But they're on the, the, other the, the Seahawks win all the close games. The Chargers lose them all. So <laughs> somewhere in the middle is, is yeah. if you combine both squads, you, you get some entertainment. But Kirk Cousins kept his Monday Night Football streak alive of total suck. So do you like that? Vikings fans don't. But, uh, Kirk, thank you for that. Uh, fun factoid, Mike Zimmer has never beaten the Seahawks. It's the one team in the NFC he has never beaten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Just kind of rando. But anyway, uh, you know, I mean, I, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. Vikings had some issues and a couple, you know, a couple of struggles throughout. I just think C- Seattle's a tough team to beat because they find ways to win. And I, I just... I don't know that the Vikings have the same moxie at this point. If they get hot, they can run with a lot of the big dogs. But uh, I think Seattle and San Francisco and I'd probably take New Orleans would be my top three in the NFC if I had to. I'm not sure who else I would really put in that. I think the Vikings are, you know, kind of outside that top elite group. But they're good enough and talented enough that if they get hot, they can certainly beat, uh, you know, uh, a team on any, any given Sunday. But... I don't know. <laughs> I know we need to get to the CFP. I will say this, though. Carolina, I know your run run defense was bad. I didn't know it was make Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson look like absolute fucking all pros bad. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, y'all? The hell, man? This is another game that got kind of got some garbage time, you know, uh, points to make it look uh, closer than it was. But Panthers went up 14 to nothing. And the Redskins closed the gap. I want to say they had like 218 rushing yards or something, something goofy. They had some massive amount. And uh, the Redskins defense sacked Kyle Allen seven times. And again, I want to thank the Redskins for taking me and Ron Rivera out of all of our survivor pools. <laughs> and I, I can't believe they're technically still alive to win, win the NFC East. But uh, guys looked good, man. He had 129 yep. yards, two touchdowns. Peterson ran for uh, 99 and a touchdown. You know, a 29-21 victory, their second straight win, which is still weird to me. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really feel good about them winning the game, but if I, I, I guess I feel better than Panthers fans. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that's Haskins, worth. Haskins finished the game out without selfies, so yeah, good on him. He remain. He, he rem- yeah, I don't think he. Well, he the defense was on the field at the end. He didn't have to do it. True. There was no victory formation, so you know, whatever. All right, let's scroll to – oh, Chargers. Yeah. I don't – by the way, Mark, or for any of you, uh, was that a bad P.I. call? 
at the end of that Chargers Broncos game. I'm trying to remember. To be honest, it's okay if you didn't see it. Don't worry about I, it. That's right. I didn't. I didn't see it because we had company over and I missed it. I heard about it, but I didn't yeah. actually see it. I'd say a play on. I mean, is that one where you think? I mean, there's like 14 seconds left. They just chuck the ball up. The players get their yeah. feet tangled. I mean, was that they're one where they should have just? Looking, they're just looking for the flag at yeah. that point. Of course they were, I, and they got it. I mean, by the definition, sure, but technically. To lose to to handle that game, eh. well, yeah, still, but there they, were, there were far worse pi than what that really was. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, it's it's like it's like the curse of the Chargers. It's like we are going to find ways to lose in ways that you would never thought humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that that was definitely a new one for me. I've never seen. <laughs> A play happen like that where basically it leads to a team losing at as the time is running out. That I've was never tough. seen that before. I think I would have preferred that they didn't call it. It was Cortland Sutton and Casey Hayward Jr. Uh, that got tangled up, and some people argued it wasn't a catchable ball. Uh, eh. I just with 14 seconds to go in a tie game, that's a that's a brutal call for the Chargers. But all eight of their losses are by seven points or fewer. All of them. Mm. That sounds about right for that team. All of them. Heartbreakers, that squad, man. Heartbreakers. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, look. Mm. CFP. Shannon and Mark, here you go. Uh, Randy, by the way, did Syracuse have some like crazy bad beat thing? With some, <laughs> wasn't that Syracuse that uh, yes. ripped yes. the ball away from a guy? Like right at the end, and then the dude tr- ran it all the way back for a touchdown. <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah, as in, Tommy. in overtime, yeah. <laughs> it was they they kicked the field goal, they got up, and then <laughs> yeah, they yep on their when on their turn of defense, they just oh ripped it and God. went. So nuts. So, so the total was sixty eight and a half, and they went to overtime thirty to thirty. Syracuse mm. kicked the field goal, gives them. 33 to 30, which is 63 total points. And then the dude rips the ball. And if you were under better, like any other overtime after someone scores a field goal, all they have to do is fall down and the game is over. That's it. Nope. Nope. My man, Trill Williams, he had the over. (laughs) And he ran that back to the house. He got a $100 handshake after that one, man. Yeah, he did. (laughs) You got a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I, I mean, that's I've incredible. never seen one team score twice in an OT. Like I've never seen that. Usually they just fall down and call it a day. But well, I've ne- I think really basically because it was the last game of the season, Syracuse wasn't making a bowl, and it was at Syracuse, so it was Senior Day. You know, might as well just go out with a bang. Hey. <laughs> And as we do on the sports brew, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shannon. As I wait for YouTube to load that up. Thanks, YouTube. We'll do it live. It's getting there. It's thinking about it. There we go. Unbelievable play. Uh, side note, hey, Tua, dude, don't even think about going back to Alabama. Get the hell out. Go. Nah. Go pro. 
I don't even know. I, he had a great line. Money lost is money lost. That's only a snippet of it. He actually had a well thought out like series of quotes about this whole thing. But dude, you're talking about losing an entire year of NFL salary, and an entire year of professional. No, go, go, bro. Like Optimus Prime said, roll out. Just go, <laughs> just go, brother. Go. Back. No. There, there, I was say, I thought I thought someone else did roll out. Was that Luda? I was yes. thinking, well, yes. I, I was also thinking of this fun lip, snippet of... Lip, lip uh-huh. Yeah, Mark would know. This video looks so crazy, by the way. Keep on sure. Keep on rolling, baby. <laughs> I used to love it when they played this... Oh, my God. I used to love it when they played this song at Cosmic Bowling 15 years ago. Yeah. What album was this? The hot dog flavored water. Yes, yes, the very, hot very dog good. flavored water. Yes, chocolate starfish. Yeah. I will admit, I absolutely loved uh, this album for a period of time in my life. Same here. Yeah, it was fun, dude. That that was back when I had the uh, I had my Volvo wagon with like the big old honk and stereo in it. I would totally cruise around. Crushing this. It's great. Like, I don't think any of us would ever like argue like we know they're not like a good band. It's just fun. Yes. Then we don't care. Yeah. Thanks, Fred Durst. (laughs) Boo edited version. (laughs) Whatever. How many? How many views? 146 million views. Good on y'all. <laughs> that's no right. baby shark, and it's no shake it off. But that's still pretty solid. 146 million is a lot of views. How many does Billy Joel have? Not oh, as a, many. A mere 18 million on just the way you are. So loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get get on Limp Bizkit's level. <laughs> yeah, something like that. What alternate universe are we in today? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I just need, maybe one maybe I just need to snap my fingers. Yeah. All right, Thanos. <laughs> hey, I finally Goofy watched stuff. it. Yeah. Did you? There you go. Good on you, yeah. man. Well, All right. Now we can talk about it. Side note, anybody have any beef with, you know, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia being the top four? Any kind of gr- nope. any, any kind of grievances with Utah, five, nope. Oklahoma, six? Uh, None? They, they set it up right now. Okay. Nah, it's about right. I, I think I test wise, uh, Utah. I would put them ahead of Oklahoma and Baylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Baylor is in a pretty good spot because they can avenge their only loss of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah, they're going to get you know pretty good, talented Oregon team Friday night or tonight, as we should say, because it's almost three in the morning. It is. And uh, you know, Oklahoma, Baylor are going to play. So I mean. If Georgia loses, the winner of the Pac-12 or the Big 12 is getting in. Mm-hmm. I would say either Utah or Baylor. I don't. I don't think Oklahoma's getting in, unless if Oklahoma wins and Utah loses. That's the scenario. Well, okay, so Oklahoma, Oklahoma would have to beat Baylor. Utah would have to lose to Oregon, and you would need Georgia to lose to LSU. And at that point, you think Oklahoma gets in? Yeah, easily. Yeah. I mean, clearly, I think we'd all, all have to be in agreement. There's no way in hell LSU isn't in the top four. So, LSU and Ohio State 
can lose their conference championship and still be in the top four. I mean, I don't think I, – Cle- I, I mean, Clemson's not losing to UVA, but let's just play hypotheticals. I think Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson could all lose and still be in the top four. Clemson? You couldn't boo Clemson yeah. out, dude. Could you? I don't think you could. I, I don't think you could. I mean, they, their schedule's been Cupcake Central, but – I mean, I test wise, and they haven't lost a game in what a couple of years at I mean, this point. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many Jobu lockers you would need for UVA to pull out one against Clemson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there's no way, dude. Nah, I mean they may cover, but I don't think they're gonna no, beat no, Clemson. No, Clemson's probably gonna beat their ass. So I mean it. it the drama will be who gets number one, Ohio yeah. State or LSU. Side note, um, <laughs> is Jim Harbaugh ever going to find a way to, to, to beat Ohio State with Michigan? That dude is 0-5. They've given up 44.2 points per game versus Ohio State. Nah, they get they got to change I mean, up that defense or something. Bruh. 56-27. That's a whooping, dude. Yeah, that's... That is Ohio State's eighth straight win versus Michigan. Well, I mean, growing up in the 90s, Michigan beat Ohio State like every year. So, I mean, they've kind of switched places at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michigan Michigan fans are a little cranky and all that. Mm-hmm. I get that. But just remember where you were before Harbaugh. Yeah, he can't beat Ohio State yet. But... You I don't know that I believe games. he's going to be around long enough to beat Ohio State. I'm starting to wonder if he's, uh, you know, if yeah, he's but, if, if he's short short term there at this point. Well, I mean, he's been there. Enough, he's been there long enough. I just I just wonder if his time's going to expire before he can find a way to get it done. Well, if they but, make his time expire, I think they'll regret it. They might, um, unless if you can get Chris Peterson, who just resigned from. Uh, Washington, which was a surprise, it was a shock. Yes, this week because his record has been just fantastic at Boise State, now at Washington, and he's going to take on uh, uh, some sort of role with the university. I thought he was going to jump ship and go to uh, USC, but uh, apparently they're going to retain Todd Helton for right now. So, man, Chris Peterson, not maybe this off season, but next mm-hmm. off season, like. You could if US USC stinks it up, Michigan stinks it up, Florida State. Well, Florida State's this offseason because they need a coach. They're now. a debacle. They're a debacle. But I mean, if I'm Chris Peterson, you gotta offer me eight digits. Ten mil at a minimum. And I think there would be a university that would pay it. Mm-hmm. And he's I'd say that that's probably a guy that's worth it. Ooh. I mean, Urban, Urban Meyer will get you some success for a little bit, but then, you know, quote-unquote health problems or, you know, NCAA infractions will come a-calling pretty soon. Well, yeah, I mean, he he left Ohio State pretty well-stocked, bro. I mean... I'm just saying. Dude, I'm just... And, and the other thing about the Ohio State-Michigan thing is, is let Ryan Day get in, like, three or four classes and see how they're looking in three or four years. I mean... Urban Meyer didn't leave the cupboard bare. No. I mean, no. there's some dudes that can ball there. Give it three <laughs> or four years and see if yeah. Ryan Day can actually keep it going uh, if you're if you're Michigan. 
So, I mean, he inherited wealth, just like Lincoln Riley inherited wealth. Well, it's a lot easier to coach a talented team than it is to, uh, you know what I mean, coach them scrubs. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> Pretty much. It makes you know. everyone's life easier when you got talented right. players. Uh, side note, I think, uh, not that I'm an LSU fan, but I will raise a glass to uh, old Burrow from LSU. I still love the Orgeron quote. Every single time we do the podcast, I think I just feel like I have to play this at least just one time. I just love it. <laughs> Every single time, dude. I love that line, man. It's one of my favorite one of one of my favorite sound bites of the year. Let me flip back to that. But uh holy crap, fifty to seven, man. Oh, she beat the brakes out of off of Texas A and M. Hell of a year by that guy. Uh three hundred and fifty two yards, three touchdowns, and how good do you think LSU is, dude? I think their national play in the national championship game good. I don't. If know you if had to, if you had to, if you had to put money on it as of right now, who would who? What would the championship game be? LSU, Ohio State. Yeah, Mark. Do you think the same yeah. thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah, but you know, Burrow four uh, four thousand three hundred sixty six <laughs> yards, forty four touchdowns so far this season. Totally crushing LSU's single season records in both categories. Um, he also broke the SEC record which had stood since 1998 when your boy Tim Couch from Kentucky passed for 4,275. That's right. And Tim Couch actually uh, yeah. left him a nice message on, uh, I think, Twitter or one of those yeah. social media things. Very nice message and uh, wished him luck. And uh, LSU's, uh, <clears throat> um, LSU's site retweeted it and said thank you. And, you know, Burrow is a very, very, very likable kid. Yeah. Uh, very humble. Is very grateful for his opportunity at LSU. And uh, since you did not give me the soundbite earlier, he can really throw the ball really well. He throws a <laughs> lot of balls, man. Let me tell you. You said balls. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I could help you out. I thought you were going to be like. You complete me. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like, oh, speaking of Alabama. Oh, that Fuck you. <laughs> we'll do it live. Side note, man, how many absolutely fantastically classic Iron Bowls are we gonna get? Good. If we keep going, that's it's fine with me. But I, you know, I, I know it's not the SEC championship game. I know it's not the CFP. But Auburn, Alabama was an absolute barn burner, dude. Whoo! And uh, all right, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, do you think Saban has any legitimate gripe? There's two components to this. Number one is the end of the first half with mm. uh, what did look like time expired, and they put a second back on there. I think he has legitimate grievance to be a little pissed about that one. I think the end of the game, I think they just, I think Alabama just failed. You know, I think they just got snookered and they screwed up, and that's on them. That's on them. But maybe you could make a decent argument <laughs> about that that end of first half kind of clock shenanigans. Um, yeah. The End of the first half seemed. I've seen that a couple of times now, and that that has me scratching my head. I thought the clock ran out with with that dude. I, I don't remember what player it was. Um, I didn't even think he was completely down when it went to zero. So that's that's what I mean. Yeah. 
And maybe my vantage point was bad, but no. My first impression on watching the play was that oh, clock, you know, time expired, poofed on, poofed on. And I mean, even still, like, granted, that was a fifty-two yard field goal, which is ridiculously beast for college. I mean, that's a hell of a field goal in the NFL, but at the collegiate level, to bang through a fifty-two with a second left on the clock, I know it's not end game, but end of half, that was big time, dude. But they were still, they were still up. That being said, they were still up 31-27, even with that field goal. Right. I don't know. He's got a legitimate gripe about that. About the that end one. Of the game, end game, I think, is just... Game, well, I mean, that was their 13th penalty at the end of the mm-hmm. game. You're, you're not going to win too many games when you have 13 penalties no. and two pick sixes. I you, mean, you can't you can't be giving away that many points, that many yards. It, so here, one of my favorite, favorite lines about this game. I think it was... Uh, it was it Joey Galloway? Uh, uh, who's on college football final? Jo- Joey Galloway. Is it Joey Galloway? Jesse Palmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, Galloway said, um, "Bama's Mac Jones accounted for six touchdowns in the game, but two were for the Auburn defense." Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I about fell out of my chair when he said that. I thought it was so hilarious. Uh, <laughs> by the way, kudos to uh, Jalen Waddle, first Alabama player with four touchdowns in the Iron Bowl. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, that but, kid can fall now. Yeah, a cu- couple of fun factoids. Um, and I think this is significant, and this is haunted Saban, and he, he's paid a price for this, okay? And apparently this year's New England Patriots are also going to pay the price for their field goal kicking. Uh, but anyway, uh, no one has missed more field goals in the country since 2007, which was Saban's first year at Alabama. Nobody has missed more field goals in the country since 2007 than Alabama. Mm. How can he not get kick a, like a kicker right? The kicker he has was the number one kicker in the nation. I mean, what kind of bad mojo is there for that dude in kicking? Uh, That's incredible. That's incredible. Late fourth quarter, Bama drives in. It's a 30-yard field goal to tie it up 48-48, and the dude doinks it off the upright. The only doinks people- it. And then the women in the stands jump into the bushes. I was, yeah, jump. I was I was gonna say, man. Yeah, yeah. There were some great. There were some great bush fail. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of those people got swallowed up by the bush better than a '70s porn star. I mean, it was it was ridiculous out there, man. Got to trim that shit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That was rough, but I mean, that was an incredible game. But uh, you know that's one of those. Uh, I think late season with a lot of the SEC stuff and some of the better football matchups, it feels like you know a, a de facto playoff game. You know what I'm saying? And I know Auburn has enough losses that they're not going anywhere. I mean, they'll, they'll go to a nice bowl game, but I mean it's not CFP relevant. But that really ended. That ended Al- whatever I hope Alabama had that. That was the end of that. I did like that the uh, dean of the College of Liberal Arts at Auburn gave uh, all test takers an extra second yeah. on their tests this week. There you go. Other fun factoid, by the way. Nick Saban is 0-7 on the road versus Auburn when both teams are ranked. How about that? No team. Here's another one. No team had scored more than 45 points versus Alabama in Nick Saban's First 175 games at Alabama. 
<laughs> it's happened twice in the last four games. Yep. That's insane, dude. Auburn. That's crazy. That's crazy. And, and heck, freaking Clemson put 44 in the national title game mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And, and do you think Nick Saban's tired of playing Tiger mascots? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Frosted Flakes for that guy. No. I no. mean, he's lost to the Clemson Tigers, <laughs> the LSU Tigers, and the Auburn Tigers. <laughs> I'm sure he wants He's to grab it. All tigered out. I bet he won't even get gas at Exxon, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no Frosted Flakes, no Exxon, none of that crap. By the way, as we, as we, we, I mean, it's three. We need to hit the exit point. I want to thank Ohio State, which I almost never do, for beating the crap out of UNC at North Carolina. Thank you. <laughs> Seventy-four to forty-nine. That's a whooping. Thank you, Ohio State. As a Duke fan, I have no heartfelt condolences for UNC. So, <laughs> and uh, as a Kentucky fan, thank you, Stephen F. Austin, for beating Duke and taking the pressure off Kentucky with Evansville. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> by thank the way, you. by the way, if if <laughs> by the way, if uh, if if the Rockets can petition the NBA to replay that game or the end of the game when James Harden dunked the ball and got robbed of that. Can we petition? Well, can we petition ourselves to replay the last seven minutes of segment one? <laughs> I just, I just want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> well, that's why you're the captain. You're in control of that. You can just delete it, and it never happens. Nah. What fun is that? <laughs> what fun is that? Mark, I tell you what. We need to wrap up and get the hell out of here. Um, CFP thoughts and. I don't know. Uh, any fun bets for the coming football weekend, whether it's uh, college or pro? Oh, I, honestly, I think y'all did a pretty solid job covering CFP. Uh, I'm really, me and McGovern are actually pretty, pretty similar on where we think things stand at this point. So um, I don't think I'll add anything there. Uh, I think my, my favorite thing that I, I just stumbled across tonight's, uh, or I shouldn't say favorite thing, but a funny story related to a slightly unfortunate Mets thing, but something that's kind of expected. One of the pitchers, uh, Zach Wheeler, got uh, dealt to uh, to Philly uh, to the Phillies. And was that the one that Whitfield yeah. dropped the f bomb in the chat on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I'm I, he was he was expected to probably go somewhere else. We're all like, yeah, I mean, we expect him to go somewhere else. You hate when he goes to a you know super rival in the same division because I mean that's that's always kind of stings. Uh, but I, I love you know I should say R, but certainly my favorite. Met pitcher um, in, in terms of you know, personality, and, and I think everybody else should love him too. But uh, good old, good old Syndergaard, good old Thor, uh, he, he put out a pretty fantastic uh, tweet that I think sums it up pretty well. Um, y'all appreciate this. So he said, says, quick tale. You have this friend which you should want the best for. He leaves and gets his money. You shouldn't want to be happy for him, but he is now an enemy because he went to the land of enemies. Mm-hmm. I finally understand the emotion of this meme, and he shows the blonde lady screaming at the cat. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's, that's so well put. I mean, that's just so well that's put. That's funny. That's funny. You did this to us. <laughs> Good old Thor. Good old Thor. I, it's. I'm happy for Wheeler. I mean, he, he got good money. It's a great deal for him. I mean, I mean honestly, I, I think the, the Phillies, uh, they paid a lot for him. But, uh, yeah, he just kind of wish he went to a, a neutral team like the Rangers or the Rays or somebody you know, like that. But, uh, yeah, such is life. Such is life. 
Uh, by the way, Mark, do you, uh, you didn't. I don't think you chimed in on that end of the first half with uh, Auburn and Alabama. Who cares? <laughs> Neutral. Somebody got hosed. Not relevant. I, I I I didn't I didn't get to see it, so I probably shouldn't chime in. I I, I wanted to okay. watch it, but I didn't get a chance to. So that's all right. You know they make they make these things called highlight packages. <laughs> I I get this. I've been a busy man trying to trying to. I got I got to figure out. You know, remember I I, I promised I got to figure out a way to get you know get a, a full size fridge in here. So I mean I, that takes well, a little more time these days. <laughs> look, look, bro. Stop making excuses. Eat shit, dwarf. <laughs> Get your full-size fridge in, or at least a mini the, fridge. The reality is, the mini fridge days, I'm, I, there'll be a kegerator in here. Before, oh, that'd be nice. I'd say before mid next year, I'd say so. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna be much more likely to visit if you have yeah. a kegerator and and all that rigmarole there. Oh, uh, by the way. Uh, just for you, Nick Saban throwing fits in the field. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad I pulled up the sad trombone. That's great. He'll do it live. That's right. I, I enjoy that, man. It won't be the last. No, it definitely won't. Definitely won't. All right. Uh, any wrap-up thoughts, whether it's college basketball, college football, pro football, whatever. Shannon, I'll go to you first. Uh, just enjoy this weekend, championship weekend for college football. Uh, we got plenty of time for college basketball, NBA, things like that. Yeah. NFL's starting to wrap up the last quarter poll. Um, just, you know, looking forward to the college football this weekend. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm going to leave you with. All right. Randy, wrap-up thoughts? Uh, not many. Niners got a big game this weekend against the Saints. So mm. uh, finally, the final game of this murderer's row of the, in their schedule. Hopefully they can at least take it to the Saints and actually wash that bitter taste of uh, the loss from last week out of their mouths. And uh, hopefully reclaim the number one spot. But that, that requires the Rams to beat the Seahawks too. So we'll see. But I will say if the Rams beat the Seahawks and the Niners win that that's just perfect for me but the Niners can clinch the a playoff spot if they win and the Rams lose so it's like what do I root for anyway I'm just hoping for some good games this weekend I think you can hope for the Rams to lose I think it's okay yeah but I want them to win just so that Seattle loses <laughs> it's just one of those things yeah I th- I, th- I still think y'all are going to end up in end the season is, is where that's going to get settled more than likely. I think that, I, I agree. I think, yeah, I just I just think that's going to be the ticket. That's going to be the ticket. Mark, what you got for me, man? I'm um, just uh, looking forward to seeing the the Saints roll this weekend. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <Funny>. uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think uh, we, we got a lot of <laughs> we'll have a lot of good uh, college football this weekend for sure. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Um, go Lakers! Uh, they, they keep rolling pretty, pretty nicely. Well, if they're going to let LeBron like take five steps with a ball, I mean, uh, God bless, they're going to be totally fine. <laughs> that was the saddest non-call of a walk. I mean, like, it, I mean, that was ridiculous. By the way, uh, that was, was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> makes that's me very, laugh every time. I know. It's very fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> I watched that highlight. He's like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> 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 right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was that's pitiful, man. Oh, um, it was pitiful. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, a lot, 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 lot of great uh, CFP this weekend. And uh, yeah, I don't know, I'll leave it at that. All right, fair enough. Uh, one, well, one thing I will say, man, I love this line from Jerry Jones. Quote, I look at our team with our skill set, and I look at other teams with theirs, and there's nothing in my mind that jumps out at me that we can't be, can't be playing well enough to take it to the house. You know what? That game against the Bills and that game against the Bears tells me otherwise. Or, as the millennials might say, okay, boomer. <laughs> only, house y'all are, only house y'all are taking it to is to your house at home the outhouse the outhouse yeah that's about right y'all going home home for the holidays it's like a christmas song <laughs> you can back that ass up <laughs> anyway i swear so stupid man oh that's all right you can look at that photograph of Jimmy Johnson and the 90s Dallas Cowboys and remember what could have been and should have been had your ego not gotten in, a, in, a, in the way of that. There you go. For Mark. I thought this group had been banned from the podcast. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. This is what you get. Got your tickets for your birthday, Mark. Stocking stuffer, man. Nickelback Collection. We're gonna we're gonna find a uh, there has to be a live concert on Blu-ray and digital and we'll just we'll we'll get you that. <laughs> Mark, do you have a fireplace at your new house? I do, where I could burn all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ruthless over there, man. Ruthless. Anyway, well, that's about it. And and uh, dear Washington Redskins, just lose, just lose. Lose. There's a whole bunch of NFC East games. Nobody wants to see you win. Nobody wants. I mean, we don't. We did at the beginning of the year. We don't now. Just lose. Just suck. Go ahead. Get Bruce Allen out of there. Make Dan Snyder stay in the shadows and stay hidden. You know, I, I want the viral photo to be real, real where people wear like Diglo shirts and it spells out like, you know, fire Bruce Allen and I hate you, Dan Snyder. And. You know, all that stuff. Let that be real. Uh, just be terrible. And n- nobody wants, in whatever this potential technicality of outcomes is, nobody wants to see it. Just go away. <laughs> just stop. I'm a Redskins fan. Just go away. Don't. <laughs> Play well enough to be competitive, but not well enough to win. Please. Oh, my God, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> what? You just made me think of a horrible Backstreet Boys song. Make them stop playing games with your heart. Oh, Lord. God. I know. Come on, man. Seriously. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. Randy, oh, you can say what? it, Randy. Oh, for fuck's sake. There we go. See, I don't have to say it. Thank you, other Randy. Oh, oh well. Sometimes it needs a substitute. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, quit playing games with my shart. That might need to be uh, that might need to be Chloe's song if she's gonna drop logs like that. <laughs> Again, my, my music catalog is not quite right because I've been moving shifting stuff on multiple drives, so I do not have that. Uh, and when <laughs> when at the at the moment, sorry, bro. But I guess I could always just go YouTube. 
That's okay. No, it's not okay. Quit playing. Oh, look, it, it's like it rolls up there. Oh, there you go. There it is. Thank for others listening. Yeah. Alexa, Google, and Siri know. Oh my god, they look weird. What the hell is this video from? What year was oh, this? Like, like 98, 97? Jeez. Jesus. I think. But I, but I, but I haven't been. God, was I even a, oh yeah, I was barely alive, but yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I will. My, my back says differently, but I try to. <laughs> I mean, this is the last time Whitfield didn't have to use a cane to pobble around. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Burn is strong with this. I know. I know. Holy moly, they look crazy young. 99? I'd have to look up the year, dude. That's just, that's so strange. I will, I will real quickly say one, yeah. one pretty wild uh, thing I, I just thought of thinking of uh, time and things. It's uh, uh-huh. assuming we, I assume we'll take the week off for Christmas. Probably. So assume, assume, assuming that, we got two more podcasts the next two weeks. And those will be the last two podcasts we make in this decade. Which, that's kind of crazy to think about. That is very strange. Wow. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to send this to you, Mark. And uh, I saw this, and I immediately thought of you. And I wasn't sure if you had seen it. But it was watch uh, Maynard's old band perform on public access TV in the 80s. Yes. Did you watch it? Is it good? That's a great. That's a great. It's it's interesting. (laughs) As as many major things are. It's probably the best way to describe it. I I like that. It's interesting. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll go back to this. <laughs> we don't, we don't or, have to. Or, or, quite frankly, you love Maynard just the way he is. Right? I'd like to listen to some Maynard. I don't really need to do this. Know, Billy Joel and Maynard really... <laughs> I like how excited he got for about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I would give him like some legitimate tool somewhere along the way instead of instead of all this bullshit. <laughs> no such luck, I guess. No, no, not not really. Not no really. soup for you. No. Well, I'll give you that. How about that? Man, take that. What I said, good man. Oh, I thought you said man. I was getting ready to say, don't tell me. To... <laughs> Swear to God, if you're complaining about me playing tool for you, I'm never doing it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Learn, learn to swim. All right, <laughs> anyway. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. I can't believe we it's 3 15. I can't believe we made it this late. Oh my god. I'm going to pay a price tomorrow for damn sure. Anyway. Small one. Yeah. A little bit. That's all right. Maybe I'll just stay up. Maybe that's what I ought to do. <laughs> no, that's probably a bad idea. I need that's to go take a I need to go take a I need to go take a power nap. Because that's what it is. That it or, we'll say that or just call in uh, sick tomorrow. 
Well, Chloe was coughing a lot last night, or actually tonight, so, you know. We'll see what the morning brings. One of us may have to stay home with her. I mean, and I at may... least you would ensure Blue doesn't take a dump in the house. <laughs> yeah, that might, I need to keep my dog from taking a shit in the house. Three days in a row, man. It's killing me, dude. It's too much, man. But anyway, yeah. Uh, from all of us to all of you, thanks for putting up with our stupidity in the worst Thanksgiving segment ever recorded. Um, <laughs> you did get a little tool at the end to maybe feel a little bit better. Uh, better than a guy with a degloved penis. Do yourself a favor. Do not look up what that actually is. It ends badly. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. There is no good outcome with a degloved penis. None. Zero zilch. Or is, point zero. Yes. <laughs> zero point zero. So, from all of us to all of you, uh, keywords are sports and brew. As always, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, you know, Podbean is, is where our home feed is, all that goodness. So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed some drinks along the way because, God bless, we needed them to get through this. You probably will, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> True oh, words yeah. Never spoken. yeah. True story. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we don't don't always know what we're gonna get into here on the podcast. The booze helps us. Or hurts us. I guess it depends. Yep. Thanks, Elsa. My daughter loves you for some reason. Every day. Elsa, 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 Elsa. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I have a dog that shits every day and a daughter that asks for Elsa every day. I don't know what's worse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'd much rather deal with Frozen every day than dog poop. <laughs> I don't. If that's my scale of life, give me Frozen all day every day. Uh, all day every day. But uh, anyway, from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Enjoy the uh, college football, the pro football, and everything else in between. Uh, we're the Sports Brute. We'll catch you next week. On the flip side, until then, try to stay on the nice list. Less of the naughty. Uh, I think we covered enough of the naughty with that stupidity for Thanksgiving. But enjoy it, <laughs> and we'll catch you on the flip side. Good night now. Late. See ya. <laughs> Actually, wait a second, wait a second, wait. Before, before we go out, before we go out, I pulled one article on Eli Manning uh, playing uh, on Monday night that I wanted to share with Mark because I thought it was great. And it was Eagles fans bitching about Eli Manning coming out there. And I thought a couple of the lines were hilarious. And uh, Mark, you needed to hear this. So one supporter wrote, if the Eagles lost to Eli and the Giants on Monday, no one talked to me for the rest of forever. <laughs> <laughs> While another said, the Eagles losing to Eli Manning returning for the final stretch of games to end his career would be the most most Eagle thing ever. <laughs> a third tweeted, right. a third tweeted, Eli Manning in all caps, Eli Manning is going to start against my Eagles and beat us. What is this year becoming? <laughs> another pessimistic fan said, uh, I swear to God, if Eli Manning comes in and demolishes the Eagles' cornerbacks like Ryan Fitzpatrick did, I'll lose my fucking mind. <laughs> One more wrote, I yo, if Eli Manning gives us 350-plus and wins, I'm not watching the Eagles the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love. About right. I, I love all uh, the, all the negative Eagle, Eagles fans. Yeah. I know all the negativity out of that man. I just, I, I wanted you to hear that before we got out of here because I pulled that article <laughs> specifically for you because of the fans bitching 
I just thought right. you would. I just thought you would appreciate that. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. And uh, on your Christmas list, by the way, Mark, I fully expect you to have a fart launcher. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. I mean, thing. it sounds fun. I don't know that I need one. I mean, I do pretty <laughs> no, well on my own, but, no. yeah, I'll, I'll look into this. <laughs> Introducing the Fart Launcher 3000. Wreak havoc by launching real fart smells. Load the canister, pull back, and let her rip. Oh, this can really clear a room. And be sure to collect the all-new Buttheads figures with signature farts. King Butt. Bubble. Uranus. Sir Specialized. Available now. Fart Blaster and Buttheads figures sold separately. New from Wowie. <laughs> it's a real product, dude. <laughs> All right, fine. I got to add my list now. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. I, I think if any... I, I, I mean, we all know I'm enough. I'll happily, I'll happily get it. <laughs> oh, my god! Here you go. It's a real thing, dude. Oh, wow. There it is. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got the better question is why, why, why not? Why, why not? <laughs> he can do it. Well, as you said, yeah. Mark, you can do it yourself. You don't need to have a... <laughs> I, no, I can, but, it's true, but... but yeah. But that's that's like but an extra. It's, it's only seventeen bucks. I mean, come on. That's cheap. So why not? Exactly. That's, that's a great deal for a fart I'll, cannon. I'll order, fart order it right now. Will you? Oh my god! You know what would be great is if if you got a fart cannon and you totally dropped that on Cam on a on a set on on a podcast night, man. It'll be done. You could have a new D step poo. Is that one of those things that you don't? Do you say, "Hey, Megan, I'm going to get a fart launcher." <laughs> Like, where do you start before you end up at the fart launcher? Uh, I mean, that's what, it just doesn't really require, she, she knows who she married, so, I mean, it's, she, <laughs> there's not really any, like, it, she'll just, she'll see me unbox it, and she'll see it, and she'll be like, yeah, I mean, it adds up. <laughs> Fair enough. I know what I signed up for. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mark. Uh, you're most welcome, my pleasure. And I guess, <laughs> I guess on that note... Because Mark will <laughs> let, let it go. <laughs> Thank you, D-Stat. I love you, bro. Yeah, you know, man. <laughs> I got you. I don't know about end of the unknown, but that's end of the bro known. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, that more incentive to come up. We'll have, we'll have the kegerator, we'll have the fart launcher. <laughs> fart launcher. What, 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 what else do you need for a great night? I mean, the come beer on. fridge. I can't wait to show up there at your townhouse so we can play with a fart launcher. That's going to be great. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the drunken shenanigans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, on that note, thanks as always. Go get some rest. It's late. Go get some rest. I'll catch you later. And good night from the sports brew to all of you. Thanks for putting up with our stupidity. God bless. I know it's a lot to ask, but we'll catch you on the flip side next week, friends. Good night now. Good night now. Late. <laughs>